We start in Hoboken, New Jersey, where Muller finally leaves Mills to take on the bad boy on Clinton Street, Curtis. Zack slept through most of Thanksgiving after a little too much Jared Goff syrup, but woke up with a nice lead thanks to the 18 points that came along with it. Meanwhile, Tua Tagovailoa celebrated Black Friday by taking 70% off of his point total, and the pathetic performance looked like it would be the final nail in Muller's playoff coffin. But in the end, all Nico Collins Kaepernick needed was a fair chance, and he proved that once he was given the opportunity to start, he would deliver, as his 23 points had Tom kneeling along in the living room, celebrating a hard-earned dub. Muller 129, Curtis 97. Fumble! Next up, Wells heads to the City of Angels to take on Joe Ponzi scheme victim, Travis. Michael Buble Pittman arrived just in time to get our moms wet for Christmas, and his 20 points seemed to do the trick on Trav as well. Meanwhile, Kyler Mori Povich's 20 points prove that Trav is not Wells' father, despite Rams double agent Pooper Suck continuing his bust of the year campaign. Later that night, with the game and a playoff spot on the line, Della Rosa called upon the greatest kicker in NFL history to seal the deal. But in the end, Justin Sucker proved to be just that, as his missed field goal would end up being the difference. Wells 117, Trav 115. Whoop whoop! Up next, a sandstorm hits Township, rendering its abundance of Toyota Priuses, candy stores, and four Chippendales locations absolutely useless. In order to avenge his ravaged community, Husser would call upon close friend Gabe Davis, whose 22 points gave Tom the early edge. But after standing back and standing by all season, the C.J. Stroud boys were called into action, scoring 31 points in order to keep the champs' title defense alive. But much like Husser's time in Platinum, it was only temporary, as Tom would blitzcrank pull the playoff spot from Rock after achieving victory. Sunday night. I'm actually Rock. a blitzcrank main boom. Husser 148, Sandstorm 124. Next up, Corey and Proc look to repeat their infamous kissing fight that nearly tanked the Dynasty League and their beautiful friendship. Starting Gardner Minchu had everyone wondering if Proc was sick in the head, but 14 points doesn't look so bad when Russ and Carr are your other options. Ooh. Meanwhile, Trevor Martin Lawrence took it to Big Mama's house twice for Team Corey, tacking on 24 of his own. But with Thanksgiving over, tis the Keenan to ride Allen, as his 22 points Sunday night had Mike follow la la lying backwards into the postseason. Brock 144, Corey 126, the Raiders. Up next, a battle between my co-hosts ensues, and trust me, these days there's more bad blood between these two than Magic Johnson and Freddie Mercury rolling around on broken glass. Karen Williams asked to speak to the manager that gave him away for an IR spot, and was given 38 points in score credit for Team Poe. Meanwhile, Double Birds is usually the welcome gift some 40-year-old alcoholic gives to a child cancer patient entering the link. But in this case, it was Smith and Hertz combining for 58 points to keep Rasp afloat. But in the end, Poe's playoff Raheem the Dreams were kept alive as my suggestion to play Moster in the flex saved Trader Joe's season. Poe 152, Rasp 149. Some spread. 
We wrap up with Team Troy looking to play spoiler by ripping the bye week out of my hands like some tanky lesbian at Best Buy trying to score a 30-inch TV. Speaking of 32, that is both the number of points scored by Dak this Thanksgiving, as well as the number of racist remarks my uncles and I shouted at the TV as it was happening. Meanwhile, Brees failed to deck the halls and instead kicked me in the balls after 11 points the day after, causing me to question whether or not I am indeed a real North Jersey legend. But of course I am, as 60 points from my Buffalo Bills move the kid one step closer to finally getting an ill-fitting plaque of my own on that poorly named trophy. Me, 121. Troy, 99. And that is week 12. Well, how we doing? Doing good, doing good. Uh, I really appreciated the League of Legends line, um, but just to correct you, Tom usually plays Draven, and I carry him as Blitzcrank. Uh, I usually do AP Blitzcrank. Just Ooh, so you know. you're the bot lane duo. I'm sure that's yeah, yeah. I'm sure everyone's quivering in their boots. All the Korean you kids going no- across from you. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, how's the Thanksgiving? How's everything in life, pal? Uh, it's good good it's fresh off a victory um completely legitimate trade i don't want to hear anything but that to be honest with you um a lot of good good betting weekend uh faded tom on the ohio state michigan game for the third year in a row yeah third year in a row where tom's faded me uh picking ohio state in the third year where he's lost money so that's great uh i was in hoboken saturday as you know and i actually had to show him texts from 2021 where he said that Ohio State was the side, and I'm an idiot for betting Michigan. Um, so yeah, three years in a row where he's wrong. Uh, I'm basically a college football savant at this point. Um, and you know, the Giants won. So, you know, pretty good weekend, to be honest with you. Absolutely. And um, and yeah, it's, it's really heating up. A lot of fun playoff scenarios. I think just Steve and Troy are eliminated, and everyone else has a shot, even... The five and seven teams. I, I think a seven and seven is gonna get in, honestly, depending on points. So should be good. Should be some fun stuff to preview here. Um Yeah. So yeah, so let's get into it. Before we do, I, I guess just update us one more time with the pick'em. Did you make up any ground last week? Uh I did pick up two games on you. Oh wow. Um I had a I had a four and two week in fantasy picks and then we were both Two and one in our NFL picks. Uh, we're currently sitting at actually pretty much. I, I'm oh I did I, I did the math wrong here. Uh, I'm realizing. Oh, Good boy. thing I'm an accountant. Um. Anyways, uh, we're sitting at we're, we're sitting at fifty nine forty eight and one, and I'm forty nine fifty eight and one. Uh, I think I I think I uh fucked up adding for you along the way. So we have literally complete opposite records uh i have two weeks left to make up about 10 games um five a week not gonna happen so i will do pretty much playoffs we'll do playoffs as well okay okay you're just gonna throw me a bone there huh i mean i'm just extending the game you know (laughs) calling my timeouts (laughs) calling my timeouts on offense up two possessions but yeah (laughs) whatever you want to call it we're, t- we're 10 games back with two, two uh, or I guess uh, five to play. Um, I was looking at the schedule today, and I was like, oh, shit, there's only two weeks left? Like, I thought there was three more weeks of fantasy. No, so just two. Yeah, I was really depressed to see that, because it's just, it's like, 
it sucks not having fantasy football to look forward to, even when you're bad. Yeah. Like, it's just fun, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, when... Troy, probably not for him the last few <laughs> years, because I'm not sure what's been going on with him, but uh, not a good showing from him, from a former uh, asterisk champion. But, um, yeah, fun fantasy year again this year. No doubt, no doubt. Let's get into the games. Um, I'm going to start with Curtis and Wells. Really important six and six versus six versus six and six matchup. Potentially, both of them need to win out um, with lower points. Curtis is currently slotted in that six spot. Don't know. I, I think Curtis will make it if he can get to seven and seven. Um, we'll see. He's. Rash just gets above seven me and seven. If Hoster gets um, seven and seven, and there's you want to win this one. Yeah, to put it, to there's put a it pass lightly. there. Wells needs to win this one though. Yeah. If he doesn't win this one, I don't think there's any way he makes the playoffs. So this no is shot. definitely a big game for for Wells. Curtis has a very small margin for error, but this losing this week wouldn't throw his entire season. No doubt. No doubt. Um, also a rematch of a week seven stinker. Uh, Wells pulled it out 88 to 78. Ooh. Um, <laughs> so hopefully we get some more points this time. Um, let's just get into it. As of right now, we got Jared Goff against New Orleans and then Kyler Murray against Pittsburgh. If you're Wells, are you riding with Kyler still or do you go back to the Sam Howell well or how well? Yeah, that, that well, could have been think- funnier, but go ahead. Yeah, it could have been, but it's okay. Um, I think uh, you. I think you gotta go back to Sam Howell. Uh, I know last week we said like, oh, maybe don't overthink it and put in Murray. And Murray had like a slightly better day than Sam Howell. But I'm just looking at the defense they're playing against, and like, I just see a world where Kyler just gets absolutely mauled this week by the Steelers on mm-hmm. the road. Um. I really don't like the matchup. I, I, I think Wells's thought, and I do agree with it, is, hey, I should maybe play the guy who has the higher ceiling. If you asked me, gun to my head, who would I choose? I'd probably lean Sam Howell. But I think in this matchup, Wells needs that gigantic ceiling that the rushing yards could lead to for Kyler. So I don't fault the decision. Um, I don't think either guy is going to make or break his week um, here at the quarterback position. Here's the thing, I mean, yeah, he does have a rushing touchdown in all three of his games, which is nice, um, but definitely not fully utilized. Just one carry last week for two yards in the touchdown. I, I don't know if they're necessarily drawing shit up for him. Like That was a scramble, no, because I was watching yeah. the game. It, he was, like, scrambling around. It was like a play action um, at the goal line. That's why it's only two yards. It was like a play action yeah. play where he just kind of... Uh, pump fake the guy and ran in the touchdown basically. And I mean they're bringing in Clayton Toon to do two point conversions and sneaks and stuff so it's like I, I don't know if they're fully I, I get what you're saying with the ceiling but it's like we've seen some pretty high ceiling Howell games this year like he's had 31 against the birds like 25s like I don't know the Miami's only, defense it, is playing better but it is definitely the they did just lose Jalen Phillips though correct which is a big um, loss and they it's a big loss, but then on the flip side, Miami also has Jalen Ramsey, which has me a little word for, worried for the passing game there. And I also kind of get the feeling after the last two weeks that the Commanders are just kind of dead 
in the water. They're definitely dead, but that doesn't mean you can't rally up some fantasy points. I I think everyone's got some some dead team guys that you're banking on. Yeah, this this is a a hard choice. I, I don't think... It, it is a tough choice. I will say that. I, I I don't think either is the the wrong choice. It's just there's a very big possibility that my uh, Murray is to me has the a way lower floor than Sam Howell this week. And then Goff on the other side against New Orleans. Uh, Goff turning the ball over a shit ton for like a month. Uh, is that cause for concern for you, or he's still producing decent numbers on a case like he salvaged the, the Thanksgiving game, but. Are you a little scared of just like a brutal, like killer single digit game at some point? Uh, I definitely am a little scared of that. I just feel like the lines of too many playmakers for that to be a possibility. Because even last week in that Green Bay game where he looked, and, and the week before in the Chicago game, he looked bad too. But he looked dreadful last week. And even the lines looked shitty last week. He kind of salvaged his week with that late touchdown that ended up meeting nothing. Um, I'm definitely worried about that, especially against New Orleans, who has historically kind of had a good defense the last few years, and this year has a pretty good defense. The only issue to me is similar to Washington is like, I feel like New Orleans kind of has the wind out of their sails, and they're kind of really down after last week, that, that loss to Atlanta, so... Maybe they're playing a weaker New Orleans team, so... It's tough. They're still I guess, in it, though. Like, I know that loss sucked, but the division's so bad, I think they're still yeah. trying, you know? So, I think Derek Carr had said this week, like, oh, he, he was complaining, like, you know, about the offense and, like, basically saying shit. I, I, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of, like, if you guys figure out the offense, let me know, basically. So, I don't like that kind whiner. of speak. Yeah, he is a little pussy, Derek Carr. I Jesus think we said guy. that in the beginning yeah. of the season. Yep. Um, I don't I don't love golf. Um, but he has no one else to roll with. So I, I think you kind of move forward with golf. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think I like both the Wells' guys more than golf, potentially. But... Agreed. Yeah, I do agree with that. Okay, let's move to the running backs. Uh, Curtis has James Conner and Montgomery, the duo that has been carrying them. Um, Connor hasn't been good for a long time. Uh, is it time to be slightly concerned about that? Um, hasn't broken double digits since week three. So, yeah, I mean, significant. <laughs> is Najee getting the call against Arizona? I think you got to think about it. Arizona has the second worst rushing defense in the NFL. Fantasy points allowed. Uh, Najee Harris, I mean, disgusting. I hate watching him play. He did have a little bit of a burst last week. I'll give him that. He did look much better last week. Um, I think you have to play Najee over Connor in this spot. I agree. Uh, I think what you're seeing from the last few weeks is that, hey, even though Jalen Warren is good, Mike Tomlin is committed to getting Najee Harris 15-plus touches a game. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think if you're playing against this defense, the odds of Najee Harris scoring a touchdown are very high. Um, Whereas on the flip side, I don't think James Conner post-injury has showed you anything that would get you excited. It's not like he's not getting sufficient touches. He is. It's just the Arizona offense is really not that good. The line is pretty dog shit. Like they're starting Will Hernandez to give you an idea of how bad their offensive line is. So, yeah, I, I would definitely be slotting in Najee here. David Montgomery, 
auto-start, he's in my lineup, because the odds of him scoring a touchdown are extremely high. So I, I think Montgomery is right. I would definitely put in... The, honestly, I'm glad this is recorded, because I'm finally saying put in Najee Harris over James Conner. I, I, I didn't think I'd ever say that this year. Yeah, it's definitely true. And I mean, y- you thought just they'd move the ball more and just more yards and more chances to score for James. Um, it just hasn't happened. With Kyler back. Exactly. And that was the case the last two years is he was very good with Kyler Murray and he just has not looked the same since coming back from injury. Yeah, so Montgomery good and then I, I think Najee's a good start as well if he does end yeah. up in there. Um, we'll see. I mean, you're a Jalen Warren owner so you probably watch a lot more of that Pittsburgh yeah, game. Yeah, I get but... frustrated every time he's on the screen but he had some nice runs last week. He no did. Doubt. Yeah, he he definitely looked like the Najee of two years ago that let Corey to the title. College, like, <laughs> but yeah. But even like two years ago, like he would take nah, dump he was balls good as rookie and year. like he was good and he was electric, like he was pretty good. Um, so yeah, I I, I think Najee's the play. I agree with you there. And then the other side, we got Ramondre Ramondre Stevenson slotted into the number one. Um, he's got the. RB2 open with Jacobs on the bye, so I guess he's kind of weighing A.J. Dillon and Kareem Hunt. Personally, I'm going Kareem Hunt, probably. Uh, the KC yeah, defense Jacobs is on the bye scary. is a huge loss. Huge loss for him with Jacobs on the yeah, bye this week. I'm going Kareem, me personally, but I'm, I'm willing to hear you out. So Stevenson, just to talk about him a little bit, yeah, yeah. has finally come on the last few weeks. Even though the Patriots are dog shit, I think you're seeing that you know talent the eventually. Game the Giants, like you said, evens out. Good call. Yeah, yeah. So Stevenson, great start. I think with Zappy, he's going to get even more touches against a very dog shit defense in the Chargers. Um, the Chargers are done for the year. They're just they're just pitiful with how much talent they've squandered on that roster the last few years. It's kind of for the last like embarrassing. Years, yeah, yeah. They've had LT. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's been multiple iterations of just failed offensive talent. And then I would say between these two, the guy who I'm starting is Dylan. Um, I think the last few weeks the Packers have looked better. He's the only guy back there in in the backfield. I was going to say, um, is have, Jamal, is, uh, what's his name, Aaron Jones definitely out? Yes. He's, okay. he's From what I understand, he's definitely out. Okay. Um, I, I don't know um, if he's going to... No, that wasn't like Actually, a quiz. It was more so just, just clarification. No, now I'm reading. I guess maybe he might play. Because um, Dylan's even banged up, played, too. Yeah, even if he plays, I'm probably still playing Dylan over Kareem Hunt just because of how bad the Browns' offense has been kind of since Watson went out. And yeah. Hunt last week against the Denver defense, that it's it's been playing better the last few weeks, but they're still bottom of the barrel in terms of rushing defense in the league. The Miami um, game fucked their stats for the year. Like, Yeah, it a little bit, a little bit. But to, <laughs> to stay... You know, it's not like the Miami game. They had 600 yards run. Like they were, dude. They were running. Bot- you, they were running. Even if you, so how many they had? They had like 300 yards rushing. Even if you take away that 300 yards rushing, they're still bottom five in the NFL. So like they're still a very bad rushing defense. Um, I don't know. This is hard. I, I would probably play Dylan. The only thing I could see potentially happening here <laughs> is as stupid as it sounds. Is like. Joe Flacco being the starter this week for Cleveland is where I think it's trending. 
and like there's a very real possibility that Kareem Hunt or Jerome Ford just get like five or six dump offs. Because if you remember last year, like Brees Hall in those games where he was going nuclear, like he was getting a ton of work because Flacco yeah. was checking the ball down. You're not wrong, and that's a that's a fun possibility. And I, I mean, I'm leaning Kareem Hunt regardless. Uh, I'm afraid of the KC defense. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's my mindset. I, I like Ramondre a lot. I think Ramondre and David Montgomery are pretty much a wash, and then uh, Najee versus whoever he puts in. I, I might slightly lean Curtis here, but I I think. There's a world where Wells gets enough production, obviously with one of his best players on the bye to uh to keep him in it. I don't I don't think Wells loses this week at the running back position because I do like Ramadre's ceiling, but I do lean Curtis just given his RB two situation. Okay, let's do receivers. Uh, Curtis, Jamar Chase, DK Metcalf, Ayuk. Jamar, I guess we'll start there. Uh, it's tough with uh, Jake Browning or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, Burrow out. What's up? With Burrow out. Yeah, with Burrow out. Um, so yeah, so that's that's super unfortunate. I I just don't see the ceiling at all with like an incompetent quarterback in. Maybe he scores and that gets you to twenty, but. It just seems like he's kind of going to be flirting with like 12 to 15 for the rest of the year, despite obviously being really good. Like his one big play that kind of salvaged this week was literally a deflected pass that he took like 40 yards. So, Yeah, and not only an, an incompetent quarterback, but with an incompetent head coach, uh, because I think you're seeing what I had seen in Zach Taylor before he got blessed with Joe Burrow, his which record is this guy. Burrow is wild. Listen, I you can shit on like, oh yeah, you're losing like a, a MVP top tier quarterback. I get that, but you know what? Like, if you're a good coach and you're good, like good at scheming people open, like Shanahan was playing with dog shit quarterbacks for years, and his offenses were still putting up points, and he was still competitive in games. Uh, Sean McVay, even with like Walford or Baker Mayfield on a two week or a two day kind of system is putting up points kevin o'connell with dobbs is putting up points dable and on a DeVito. yeah dable okay. and devito okay. is up there as well <laughs> um but i'm just saying if you're touted as like kind of an offensive-minded guy and and the Bengals offense has been electric the last few years like it should work with a backup even mike mccarthy with cooper rush was putting up 24 plus a week and went five and one so yeah, you do get a little bit of an excuse for not having Burrow, but I've seen Zach Taylor without Burrow for a full season um, and a half of a season, and now we're seeing it again. I think you're just seeing, like, yeah, he sucks. Um, and so for Jamar Chase, I, I agree with you. Like, unless there's some kind of busted play um, or if he just absolutely beats the corner off the line and Jake Browning kind of gets better vision and learns how to throw the ball downfield, then, like, yeah, maybe he'll have a good week. But I, I very concern with jamar chase and then dk metcalf i mean just pretty inconsistent all year and i mean the seahawks i think might be done uh they've they're falling out of the good wild thing they card. traded yeah, good thing they how's leonard williams doing probably uh, well in seattle probably decent <laughs> yeah the offense how, that i think is broken no the the defense is terrible too 
he, he's he's yeah. honestly not good. <laughs> I'm just making fun of Wells because he was like, th think of how bad Dexter Lawrence is going to be without Leonard Williams. Oh, yeah. uh, Dexter Lawrence is a, actually, <laughs> I believe per PFF, he's the highest rated defensive tackle in the NFL. Um, he's getting paid the fourth most. So, yeah, thanks for that. Um, but, but, yeah, yeah Seattle's they have, done. They have Dallas, San Fran, Philly, the next three. So, I mean, they might be at nine losses really fast. So. I legitimately think the Cowboys are going to slaughter the Seahawks tonight. Um, not to spoil what my picks is going to be later. But, yeah, I, I, I do not love DK in this matchup. Cowboys are just good. I don't know what else to say. They're, like they're good, and especially against average teams like this at home, like they're going to put it on them. Maybe DK Metcalf catches a touchdown. Uh, Geno Smith has not looked good all year. Um, yeah, I, I don't like either of these two starting receivers that he's got going here. And then Ayuk against Philly. I, I think that could be a good game. I I I'd probably yes. like him the best of the three, right? Of the three, he's by far my favorite. Um. He's just I think double Philly's, digits every week. Like he's just. I mean, you saw good. Philly's past defense is bad. They got like Josh Allen had a day against them last week. I, I think Ayuk has shown all year that he's kind of this the legitimate kind of number one there. I know last week um, they were really getting Debo Samuel involved, um, but he still did have a healthy nine targets. It's just he didn't really convert. Or sorry, uh, did he have nine targets? I'm looking at the wrong person. Never mind. Um, he didn't have as many targets last week. Sorry. They did have Debo Samuel more involved. Um, I, I don't expect it this week against Philly. I think this is going to be a pretty high-scoring back-and-forth game. Uh, so, yeah, I do like Ayuk this week. And then on Wells' side, Terry McLaurin, D-Hop, and then Cooper Cup. Like, I guess let's start with Cup. Do you keep playing him? Like... It's no. really bad. He he doesn't have great other options, so I I guess you got. But he ride, has no but... he has no other option at yeah. wide receiver. Yeah, I just noticed um, that as well. But Cooper Cup is just such a shame. Just I know obviously he a lot injured. of people didn't but get their did you... first round production, but he is really killing him. I was watching the Rams game last week just because obviously I wanted to see Kyron Williams um, play. And yeah, he it, it almost feels like he's out there running routes, but it's as a pure distraction um, just to have a body on the field. He he just doesn't look like the same guy. I, I don't know how else to describe it. He He's not looking the same and it, and it doesn't seem like he's being featured in the offense right now. It seems like they're really relying heavily on Kyron and Puka, um, which if you have Cooper Cup, you kind of got fucked this year. Um, because if if we would have drafted literally a, a few days later, I, I don't think there's any way that Wells takes Cooper Cup in the first round. Yeah, not at like six overall or whenever he took him. No shot. In a league that that we're in, where Cooper Cup injury was known beforehand, he didn't go to the fifth round um, or sixth round. So, yeah, I mean, this being your first overall pick, like I lost Chubb this year, it sucked. But losing a receiver from the first round is even worse than losing a running back because they, the ceiling for Cooper not Cup even getting is, like the four good weeks. Like, the, yeah, that's what I mean. So like you're, the whole time. you're, you're getting like this guy is like Cooper cup is like, you're thinking he's like uh Christian McCaffrey, right? Like an auto 20 plus points a week. And he just hasn't looked the same this year. You got to start him because you don't have any any else, but yeah, brutal, brutal to have a in your lineup spot against Cleveland too. So pretty yep. down on that. 
Um, we'll go to D Hop next. Will Levis has just kind of struggled a bit. Um, As we, thanks to Tom Husser's graph, we knew he would after the first <laughs> yeah. uh, week. So I mean, I don't know if I'm crazy about D-Hop against Indy, which is randomly spunky as well. I know their pass defense was bad for a bit. Um, I don't know how it's been of late. They've been winning they're, games, so I assume it's improving. But they're middle of the pack against receivers. I mean, it's not something. It's not a matchup uh, you should be concerned with. You should be more concerned with, like you said, Levis. And I think, did you see the video going around this week about Levis? No. Of him, he was like practicing a rollout in practice and he looks injured. So um, there is a possibility, I think, that Tannehill is oh, back. Oh, God. Tannehill is back? Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there's a possibility of that. I thought we were done um, with him. I was hoping we were too, but I guess not. <laughs> um, he, I, I think they're both hurt. So there's also an outside shot at uh, Malik Willis. Malik Willis playing. back too. Oh my god, they're just a dumpster fire. That's a yeah. Tough team G- right now. I mean, now you, you you see why they fire their GM. Like he got peanuts for AJ Brown. That he can't construct an offensive roster. He can't construct a passing defense. It's yeah. Rabel's probably going to be gone at the end of the season. I think he's going to be happy to get moved off of. Um, and I think anybody who picks up Vrabel will have gotten a kind of diamond in the rough at head coach, to be honest with you. No doubt. Um, and then McLaurin against Miami. Like that, I, I guess this is another chip in the play Sam Howell court, because going through these receivers, I'm not expecting anything from anyone besides McLaurin. So like, if McLaurin has a big day, that's the only way you're in it. And then... But even McLaurin, it's. I, I'm not saying I'm day. doing cartwheels over him, but he, I yeah. like him the best of the three. So I don't know. I I kind of would go all or nothing if I was Wells, but McLaurin yeah. is having this issue where he is an elite receiver. Um, but Sam Howell spreads the ball around so often every week, like he's constantly hitting like seven, eight different receivers in a game. Um, and it's kind of hurting that like there's. The offense is focused around like one dominant like X receiver, you know. Um, so, yeah, he's he's the best option. I get what you're saying. You're basically saying play the stack with the hope that the points come. Um, give it a whirl. Yeah, I, I, I know I where the points are I coming. Evan Ingram. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's wrap up with tight ends. Stevenson and and you know I think Kyler could have. And all, he has a ceiling there. It's just like how what Pittsburgh defense. It's, it's, if TJ Watt is having a day against this offensive line, which you Kyler will probably not. like. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I think you're right. Maybe you, you do go with Sam Howell. Um, you know, Sam Howell's going to throw the ball forty times a game. It's just a matter of hey, maybe Terry actually gets a catch a few of those. And then yeah, we we could wrap up with tight end as well. Engram. Is is a consistently good start. I mean, he was open for a touchdown too, and Trevor missed him last week. Um, and then, meanwhile, big loss for Curtis with Hawkinson on the bye. He doesn't have a tight end yet, so I'm not really gonna scour the waiver wire for him. But you assume it's a shitty player, so you give Wells. If you can make up Maybe ten points there me. with Engram, you feel nice, right? Like, yeah, I think he can um, chalk it up as another bad week for uh, T.J. Hawkinson this week being on bye. <laughs> 
not very tight end one like of him. Um, so yeah, another goose egg in the lineup for TJ Hawkinson. Um, tight ends on the waiver wire. I'll scour the waiver wire cause I have nothing better to do right now. Um, Ooh. Ooh. It's ugly. Yeah. I think your best option is Tyler Higby. Um, yeah, Bellinger God, that's brutal. too. Fuck. Jawan Johnson, Thomas. Uh, yeah. He's going to seed some points this week at the tight end position, um, most likely. But, you know, it, I don't think it's going to be a wide margin for him. Has Ingram caught a touchdown yet this year? No. He'll no touchdown Shocker. for him. He's catching five-plus balls a game, but he just has not gotten a he touchdown. He was wide so. open and Trevor sailed one, but... Yeah, who are you picking? Uh, I am going to take Zachary Wellington in this matchup. Okay, I'm going to go Curtis, I think. I, I think this is a low-scoring grinded out, and I mean, they're they're grinding it out for that last spot, so should be good. Another battle of the Zachs, and uh, yeah, best one shall win. I will clarify that the reason why I'm so down on Curtis this week is because I really... Jamar Chase and Metcalf, to me, are just huge question marks um i'm very much worried about uh metcalf specifically tonight i might look stupid in a few hours we'll see let's move to travis v steve steve unfortunately eliminated at four and eight and then travis seven and five he's got the most points so he'll have like the tiebreaker if he if he does catch any of the eight win teams such as myself um but yeah, he's uh he's getting Justin Jefferson back, which we'll get into later, but a uh, bit of a bad loss last week with the Tucker miss. Pretty pretty uncharacteristic there. But let's get into it. CJ Stroud against Denver and then Mahomes against Green Bay. Stroud against Denver, you gotta love. I know Denver obviously better of late, but Stroud just put up 30 last week and it's been awesome for two months now. yeah and they should have won that game fuck i i kind of wish they would have won that game because then i think you're talking about stroud actually being an mvp candidate um, yeah i think we're a little ahead for that and then the issue is he'll be the trendy pick in the off season for next year too and then they're not gonna let like trevor win. lawrence this year <laughs> yeah but i mean he's done more than trevor lawrence ever did like Lawrence yeah, was mid for half of last year and then won a playoff game against the he's Chargers. He's kind of mid this year, too. He's yeah, not that great exactly. This year. He's just yeah. a, he's, but the quarterback position is so bad that he's a good quarterback in the NFL. No, that's fair. That's fair. But regardless, Stroud against Denver, that gets the check mark from you. Sounds good. Um, I think that he's going to have a great week, but I'm going to actually say, and just being, I'm going to lean my homes this week. Oh, I, no, just I think, didn't mean uh, lean, but I just meant like. Good oh, start, oh, you mean yeah, yeah, great start. I mean, he's rookie of the year. He could not play another down, and he's the, he he could have stopped playing football three weeks ago, and he would have been the offensive rookie of the year. So yeah, he's an auto start. I don't think there's any reason to kind of bench him, which is hysterical considering that Steve spent the draft capital on Justin Herbert and then ended up getting the best rookie quarterback off of the waivers so yeah i'm not thinking about justin herbert in fact if i'm steve just drop justin herbert at this point this guy's a bum honestly um don't drop him actually because i don't want anybody to pick him up i don't have any fab money but yeah you're, you're starting stroud 
And then Mahomes against Green Bay. Green Bay, a lot better of late. Their defense was a little feisty last week, just causing turnovers. And the, the thing is, the Chiefs look like they found a little something after that first quarter against the Raiders throwing the ball. Um, Rasheed Rice specifically, um, like someone with a pulse as a receiver, I guess that's a good sign. I don't know if he Where'd you play college from... ball? S- SMU? Rasheed SMU, Rice? yeah. Yeah, I th- I think everybody, I think if I remember correctly, didn't you and Tomo like him coming into the draft? No, I mean I, I saw him like mocked in the first round, like around this time last year. So I was just like, oh, this guy's good, but he definitely fell out of the first round hype. And then I I know he's like a speedster, um, like slot guy. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean I, I was aware of who he was, but I'm not gonna take credit for uh, finding the diamond. Well, shout out Tomo. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Stroud just has the higher ceiling these days. Like as far as points, it's they rely on him much more than yeah. the Chiefs rely on Mahomes. Um, shockingly, just because their run game has been pretty good this year, the Chiefs and their defense has been kind of next level good, like an elite defense all year. I do agree with you that Stroud has the higher ceiling. I just feel like this is a in Green Bay, um, Mahomes against a defense that I, I don't think they're that good passing-wise, and they they look good against the Lions last week, but I think the Lions are sputtering just a little bit. Um, I'm going to lean Mahomes just because it's Patrick Mahomes, and I feel like that's always going to be the safer bet, no matter who is on the other side. Okay, and then running back, Steve's got Mixon and Rashad White. Um, mixing against Jacksonville... I, I don't know. I mean, Mixon's just not going to score touchdowns if they're not moving the ball. So that's yeah. Definitely a problem. I mean, Mixon was already inefficient, right? Yeah, two With, yards of carry last uh, week when they are assumingly stuck stacking the box against them. Exactly. So it's like he was inefficient with Joe Burrow, like the second best quarterback in the NFL, and like now he's got what's his name? Is it Jake Browning? Is the quarterback right? I think. I yeah. thought I said it before and I fucked it up, so I don't know. But uh yeah, I mean he just until he poses any sort of threat in the passing game, Mixon is just gonna be a brutal start. Um it's just what like you said, like it's it's gonna look like the Giants. They just stack eight in the box against Saquon and say, Hey DeVito, maybe you can throw a completion this this time around. Yeah. And then Rashad White against Carolina. I think this should be good. Rashad White just still seems so slow to me, but just the dump offs and he's getting um, the he's the getting the carries, getting the targets, yeah, significant. And Carolina stinks, so I, I think that's yeah. Good. Carolina bottom three against the run, fifteen rushing touchdowns led up on the year is the most in the NFL. Um, yeah, it, it's it's going to be uh, a good day for Rashad White. Um, that game is probably going to be terrible to watch, to be honest with you. But yeah, I do like Rashad White a lot this week. And then on the other side, ETN and Brian Robinson. ETN against Cincy um, should be good. I, what's up? He's been really disappointing the last three weeks. I, I don't know what's going on there. Um, I mean, I, I think, think he's the slowing down. Got to come. I think they'll be out to a lead and. They were just using other running backs a little bit from what I saw last week. Um, I, I wonder if it's like they're carries, saving so them. That's not true at all. Um, yeah, that's weird. Well, the last two weeks that was true. They were using, uh, what's his name? 
uh, their backup running back. Uh, it's Tank something, isn't it? There's Tank Bigsby, and then there's some other guy. Yeah, too, it's Tank Bigsby. It's Tank Bigsby. Um, yeah, the, I mean, that's definitely true. The two pre previous weeks, this week, they did give him the ball yeah, a lot. It's touches, just, so. I don't know. He's just, compared to what he was looking like at the beginning of the season, which was like he was the RB1, he's kind of slowed down the last two weeks. I'm not I think he'll bounce back him. here. Not benching I think him. Yeah, spot. He should get a ton of work this week, and he should find himself in the end zone, would be my thought. I'm pretty sure their D-line is beat up as well. I, I don't know if like Hendrickson is still out and stuff, but... Isn't BJ Hill, giant great, also hurt, too? He's, he's yeah. just one of the best players ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we sent it to the Ravens. <laughs> or the, the Bengals. <laughs> I mean, he was just mid for us. He was just behind, like, Dex and Leo. And, but, yeah. That's he like, was good. He just, he was a deaf. I mean, we, that's I mean, the he, only thing that Giants can He would, like, play draft. well at this at this time of the year on, like, Giants teams when it's, like, th- we're 3-9. and nine And it's like, yeah, tackle for loss, BJ Hill. It's like, I just don't take anything now <laughs> as, like, actual film. But meanwhile, yeah. it does count. <laughs> so we saw he did turn out to be a good player. But um, but yeah, good for him. Uh, Robinson against Miami. So much fucking Washington Miami. I'm done with this game already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I, um, yeah, I don't know. He's been hot and cold all year. Uh, very boomer bust. Um, I would lean. This will be a better week for him uh, against Miami's defense as opposed to Dallas, which just manhandled the commanders last week um i think he's fine i i i like him much more than joe mixon so i i don't think travis is seeding any points here in the running back position um i probably lean him devon a chain was limited today obviously he goes in over robinson if he's playing right um or is he not playing he goes in over adam thielen for me uh at the flex uh, fair enough. Fair enough. He is playing though. He pre- he. If you're practicing on a Wednesday, which he was yesterday, um, you're playing because that's basically like, hey, even on a typical rest day for people, we're playing you out there. So, so that's if exciting. You, if, yeah, you want him to they, get like 90 points so you feel better. Yes. Or, yeah. I just wanted to get. 90 <laughs> I find myself doing that too. <laughs> I wanted to get 90 points just because I think like he is that good, but uh, it'll be hysterical if it's just like. He just duds the rest of the season. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> he I just know. duds the I'm rest of the it. year. I don't need to imagine. Honestly, you want to know what would be hilarious? You want to make it even funnier if, like, he has, like, a 30 or 40-yard rushing touchdown, and, like, it's, like, the fastest, fastest rushing touchdown of the year, but then he injures himself again. He's just out for the year. Oh, man. Oh, that, that was, I that mean, was hilarious. You'd have to deal with that, <laughs> but, yeah. I wouldn't have to deal with it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the backlash, but hey, I I slayed Travis's team for you guys by not even playing a game against him. <laughs> Kudos to you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I like Travis's running backs better, uh, just because Mixon I think is a nothing, and I, I expect ETN to bounce back. Yeah, uh, agreed. Um, receivers, Michael Pittman, Puka, and then Adam Thielen, like you mentioned in the flex. Pittman's been really good. I think he'll go off against Tennessee. I think they're completely cooked. I think he has 20 to 25 possibility. Um, 
I mean, he scored a lot of touchdowns in the past, not a lot this year. So, I mean, I'm waiting for like the, he used to be the touchdown dependent guy. And then this year he's done it without it. I, I could yeah, see he this used to be like the, the four catch touchdown guy. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty high on him right here. More than I think it's a really good spot two, for him. And, and he has a great schedule for the rest of the year, to be honest with you. So I expect big things for him the rest of the year. And then Puka against Cleveland, a little scary. Cleveland defense just still good. Um, and then Puka, bad week against the Cardinals, pretty uncharacteristic. Granted, they just ran he the was ball and tar- went up a million. I would say he was targeted a ton, but like Kyron Williams was just destroying them in the screen game, and Tyler Higby got the touchdowns uh, from the receiving end. He had two touchdowns, so... I think he. I think against Cleveland, like there's cause for concern just because how good their defense is. But I, I think the Rams win this game at home against the Browns. So I, I'm you not. Should, right? Yeah. I don't. I don't hate Puka this week. I think he's a fine wide receiver to play. And then I'm assuming you do hate Adam Thielen. You've been critical yes. of him for a bit now against Tampa. Here, what do you? It, I'll let you go. He's. Ben, uh, he to me he's getting benched for Devon A chain. I, I don't I don't see any reason you wouldn't bench him for A chain. In fact, I'd almost consider benching him for Godwin if Mike Evans wasn't so fucking good um, and taking all of Godwin's burn. But yeah, I, I'm not playing Thielen this week. I think maybe there's some like something to say like Reich's gone. Maybe the offense looks a little bit different. If I'm Travis and I'm trying to secure this first seed um, or an automatic buy, which which you always want in the fantasy playoffs. Like, I'm playing A-Chain. I'm not playing Thielen. Um, I don't, I don't want to be the test dummy for what their new offense looks like without rank yeah. there. No Especially doubt. against a strong team. Steve's got a very strong team. Like, you need points. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Thielen killed him last week, and he's just been trending down after the hot start for a bit now. I think if A-Chain's playing, it's a no-brainer against uh, Stinky Washington. Like, he'll definitely break a long one. Their defense is literally abysmal. So, I'm, I'm getting yeah. every every Dolphin player I can in there. Yeah. I, I mean, the the Cowboys, like, they t- threw the ball all over the field against Washington. But Pollard had his fucking best week in Literally a months. I mean, they, they literally the did Washington whatever they wanted. They put the fucking turkey in the Salvation Army. Yeah, bucket. they were eating turkey in the third. Like <laughs> they're so bad. So yeah, I agree. I'm playing a chain. I, it's not even a question to me. And then on Steve's side, strong receivers: uh, CD Lamb, AJ Brown, and Drake London. That's kind of ruins that trend. But um, <laughs> CD and AJ Brown are really good. CD against Seattle, I think, is my favorite of the three. I think that's a big one tonight. I think that's 25 to 30. He's just been on a tear the past like month. He's been the best receiver in the NFL. Yeah, and I feel like the Cowboys on national television are just like trying to house people, like purposely. Like they want to fucking house tonight, in my opinion. Um, Seattle's passing defense, kind of middle of the road. They'd let up a ton of touchdowns to the receiver position. Um,. Yeah, I, I like CD a lot this week. He's probably going to have a pretty good week. Um, and then AJ Brown. Calm down a little bit the last two weeks. Devonta Smith is getting used a little bit more um, in the offense. How do you feel against him against the San Francisco defense? 
should be fine. Um, it's not like they're blanketing receivers. Like they don't have like shutdown corners, and AJ Brown Agreed. is just kind of a specimen. Regardless, he just has size, speed, and just wins deep, uh, wins quick. Yeah. Imagine nice. trading Traylon Burks for him. Yeah, that's a that's a bozo move. But um, but yeah, uh, obviously San Fran's tougher than what he usually goes against but i i think it's still a smash start um yeah i'd probably just like cd better because it's an easier matchup but they're the same caliber player and i and i would say i like both of these receivers more than travis's this week yeah no doubt um and then london against the jets uh is heineke back or are we still riding the desmond ritter train so did he just put london in because on my screen he's got the the Muth in over Drake London right now. Oh, he's double tight ending. Yeah, he's doubled the the Troy strategy. I refresh. <laughs> what did he say? Who did he pick? It was Jimmy Graham and who else? Tyler Eifert was it? No, nah, no, nah, it was um Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> he's like bury me with them or some some shit. It was funny. <laughs> he was he like, does have I double guarantee- tight end right now. <laughs> I I just refreshed. Yeah, I. I guarantee you they both end the season top five tight end. Yeah. And I think it was Kirk Cousins' first year in Minnesota, and he's just like, trust me, he uses yeah. his tight end. And I mean, they're both probably fine, but just like I, if I eight remember to correctly, ten points each. Like. Yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, Jimmy Graham had his fall off that year. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It might it might have even been when Jimmy Graham was on the Packers. And like it was like, oh, Rogers has never had a tight end, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't believe it's mixed up. But. It's been like five years since that, and it's just the best when I see. T- that's all I think about when I see two tight ends. Yeah. Um. So, t- speaking of it, I like the two tight end play here. This week. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will never. It has never worked out once. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> But Friermuth did look good uh, with with Friermuth looked good in the last week. Like the unleashed offense, he had eleven targets. Bill, I I think Friermuth's the play. I don't know if Jake Ferguson as well is. I I probably would just go London, but Ferguson hasn't been that great the last two weeks. He only had one catch last week. In a in a whomping like yeah. What do you think, Dobbs? I, I think maybe I play Romeo Dobbs. Uh, I would just over do Ferguson. Dobbs seems like he's I... fallen out of favor too. It's it's all that rookie guy on Rasp's team. Uh, I know his name, uh, skinny Jalen Jalen Reed. Yep, yep, that's the guy. He's gotten touchdowns on like design plays. He's not like a feature. He's he's getting touchdowns on exactly. design plays. He's <laughs> They're not... designing plays for him to score touchdowns. I know. I know, but he's not like a, a big receiving threat, in my opinion. Um, fuck, I, I guess I, I wouldn't want to play Drake London against DJ Reed and Sauce, though. I, I I'm not expecting that to anymore. be it. I think they give a fuck because he's the best corner in the NFL, and he wants to continue to prove that. So He was. He's kind of a down year this year. He's still having a good year. Him and DJ Reed are two of the best corners in the NFL. I like Reed NFL. a lot, yeah. But I don't know. So, so I mean, the sauce is like Twitter antics and stuff, and like the only passing defense, the only receivers, or the only defense in the NFL that's been better against receivers is Cleveland, and it's just because they haven't given up as many uh, receptions. Like they've, I don't understand how are they, how are the? I'm actually looking at this points against. 
Okay, yeah, it is receptions. I was going to say, how are the Jets uh, worse than the Cleveland defense? They've only let up three passing touchdowns on the year, Bill. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely paper-cutting the Jets because it's like field goals and stuff win. Like, as long as you don't turn the ball over against them, you win. Um, Yeah. So I could see a lot of the, the quick stuff, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, fuck it, Steve. You're you're out of the playoffs. You do your double tight end. <laughs> try to <laughs> try to get it done. And uh, then... It would be hysterical. It would be a legendary move to finally pull it off. Yeah, I mean, didn't Corey do double work. tight ends one year too? Last year, yeah, it was like the he was a punching bag all year because of it. <laughs> oh um, man. But yeah, and then Njoku on the other side um, against the Rams. I don't know if I love Njoku with shitty quarterback, but I mean he had twelve points last week, so fuck it. It's decent. Well, Billy, it's not a shitty quarterback. This is Super Bowl winner Joe. Oh, Flacco. I forgot Flack Attack about. is back. Let's go. Flack Jackets <laughs> on. We're so going to Flacco's if Flacco's playing, I don't hate Njoku. No, He's Njoku's been, fine with been good Walker all year. And DTR. With Flacco playing, I almost think it's an upgrade for the joke. Yeah, no. Nah, because you know he's going out there and he's like, fuck it. What do I got to lose? Yeah, no, I, I like it. I completely forgot about Flacco. Did so. you see the the Stav video where he was, like, cr- fake crying? Because Flacco's <laughs> on the Ravens team. win? He's like, fuck it, Brown's got Joe Flacco. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got to see it. I got to see it. So, Ronnie Raven. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it. Yeah, it's no. like he's like celebrating the Ravens win, but he's just crying the whole fucking. Vi- it's hilarious. I'll send it to you. I love him. Um, but, but yeah, yeah Njoku. <laughs> I think I'm picking Steve to win. I am also picking Steve to win. I like um, Stroud and the receivers and double tight end, but yeah, that that's my pick here. I don't know. It's just I feel like receivers have been so valuable this year like having an elite receiver they always have been i think but this more this year more so than previous years just because i feel like the running back position is so bad and offenses are just (laughs) we say this every single i know i know it i'm just telling you dude it's like they're so bad like i'm gonna even though travis has a pretty good edge in the running back lane i'm gonna take the the Steve and AJ Brown, just, how do you fade that? It's insane how strong that. Li- Sorry, Steve, that you're not in the playoffs. Like, insane how strong that lineup is. Yeah, no doubt. Let's move to Husser versus Corey. Husser five and seven, still alive. He's got some points. And then Corey seven and five. I, I think Corey might be a little bit on the ropes. I could see him getting to seven and seven and missing. Um, if Obviously. Corey gets seven to seven and um, Rasp or me or or Tom yeah, or seven I'm to seven, he's not he'll gonna, lose the yeah. he'll lose the um, tiebreaker. But he's just got to win one of the games and he'll obviously well, get in. He's fortunate that he runs into Tom after Jonathan Taylor fucking breaks his thumb randomly and yeah. is g- going to be back in two weeks. Like otherwise, I think Corey, you're saying Corey is in trouble. Uh, I still think he might be, but yeah. Tom's fucked though because he doesn't have a second running back. (sighs) And he doesn't look at the waiver wire. Like, Tom just fucking 
breathes <laughs> and looks at the phone. He's like, oh, I guess, birds. <laughs> Let's like, get into how, it. Um, how, how do you not have a second running back, dude? Like, come on. Is there anyone available? Probably not. No, right? there's no one worth putting in your RB. Like, how do you only... I, I don't get it. I don't know. He And I bet you he has $100 of fab. Let me check. <laughs> that, that's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. He's got $99 of fab. He could have bid on so many running backs. The last, I don't get it. Whatever. Go he ahead, probably bro. made Sorry. fun of you when you wasted all on Jerome Ford. Yeah. But, oh, man. Yeah. Quarterback, he's got Purdy against Philly. Do you consider Fields or Jordan Love? Uh, definitely not Jordan Love. There's no shot. Oh, and I'm Fields is on a bye, so never mind. Well, yeah, even if he wasn't on a bye, there's no shot I'm considering <laughs> Justin Fields. He's fucking terrible. Like, he literally almost blew that game for me because he targeted DJ Moore so much. But, like... Dude, he, he's just not good. Like, you put up 12... It, it was gross. He, he just looked so bad again last week. Um, yeah, uh, Purdy's a smash start for me this week. I, I, I think he's going to have a big game against the Eagles. And then on the other side, Trevor Lawrence against Cincy. Um, I think that's a good start, obviously. He's I, had a good two weeks. He's going to get a lot of He's been hotter, and then, yeah. But I think... Anytime there's just an offense that's just punting all game, it's like even if they like Ben don't break the first half, it's like the touchdowns just come in the second half. Yeah, I, I agree know with all you. too well watching the Giants every week. But yeah, um, I might like Purdy a little more potentially. Like I'm very excited for this game. I think it's gonna be high scoring and back and forth and big plays. So yeah. I mean, the Eagles, the last, aside from the Chiefs game, which was kind of a slugfest, the Eagles the last few weeks have all had pretty high-scoring games, um, all going over 40, um, and some going over 50 and 60. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that'll be a huge game. I and do I mean, like he's him more had to have had this circled for a year now, you know? Like, I think they really yeah. want to win, obviously. Did you see the George Kittle video of, like, him being hyped up on the sideline? He, he like, goes up to... Uh, Purdy and he's like, "Hey, Purdy, you sure you, you're not ambidextrous? You can't throw with his left hand." And Purdy was just so angry. He was like, not "You could funny. tell, like, yeah. he wanted to be playing." Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. This is a big game. This is a much bigger game for San Francisco than it is for Philly, in my opinion. In their minds, like San Francisco, like this is almost like their you know, fucking all mini the Super Bowl. Bags they'll want to be like, "See if his if his arm wasn't hurt, we still would have won." Like, yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll... it's gonna be. I can't big wait for, for this game. <laughs> this is going to be a very revealing game for both of these teams. Yeah, I'm pumped. And I mean, yeah. odds are we'll see it in the playoffs as well. But yeah, I'm still still excited. I don't know. I don't think the Eagles are going to make it to the championship game. I mean, they're going to play like fucking Atlanta in the second round and then be in. So <laughs> it's like... If they play the Cowboys, though, they're going to get smoked. I mean... Yeah, we'll get there when we get there. I, I'm not going to be like rooting <laughs> for the Cowboys over the Eagles. Like I, I hate them both equally. It's just I'm more no, exposed to the the brain I hate Philly way more. Yeah, way well, more. You're just South Jersey, so that's yeah. Um, but yeah, it comes with the that's territory. Central. So all right, maybe let's get to the running back stuff. <laughs> <laughs> for him. Uh, Pacheco right, and nobody else. Time. So I don't know what I don't know what else you want to talk about. All right, so maybe let's look at this. Um, 
it's Gainwell or Clyde Edwards Elaire. Like, I guess you go Gainwell. Maybe Swift is tired and he gets in for a touchdown at some point. But Damn, Tom. There's no like, running backs. Do you consider Royce Freeman just that Kyron has such a nuclear game that you're like, oh, let's give him some burn? You go Jarek McKinnon, like hoping he gets some. Ugh, the double what a Kansas brutal. City. Yeah, that would actually be hilarious. Um, or Trey Sermon, because like maybe he'll get a few carries with Zach Moss. Like I haven't heard that name in a while. He he plays. I haven't heard that name since Corey drafted him in like the fifth round when he was a rookie in San Francisco, and was like, "This guy's gonna be good." And then he literally got cut in the year. Like he got cut off the team in the year as a rookie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I like out, Pacheco. It's not. It's not my problem. But yeah, I do Pacheco's like Pacheco. Good. Pacheco's mm-hmm. good. Green Bay should run all over them. The Lions were running all over them. Like should continue. And I mean, yeah, I would Kansas agree with City's that. Kansas City's ran Bay's, the ball well all year, so. Yeah, Green Bay's rushing defense has been kind of middle of the pack pretty much all year, if not uh, bottom 10 in the NFL. So I agree. And then Bijan and Gibbs. And now Bijan's turned it on as well. So Corey's got his duo cooking at the right time of the year. Yeah, and he's playing against the Jets defense that, like we said last week, is he like. can run on them. You can run on them just because of how bad their offense is. And it's just like a time of possession, burn out the clock kind of game. Uh, you saw it last week. I think you'll see it again this week. I think Atlanta wins. I don't think they win it handily. Um, maybe Rodgers potentially coming back gives the Jets locker room a little bit of juice. But, I mean, at this point, I think it's just posturing by Rodgers. And, uh, yeah, I expect Robinson to have a good week. And then Gibbs, uh, not a huge game last week because he didn't find the end zone, but he still looks explosive. And I, I don't know. We'll see how New Orleans does. I, I know the defense overall is strong, but I, I think Detroit has to get right at least a little bit. I don't think they're. I think they've shown the past couple weeks they're not actual Super Bowl contenders, but I think they're better than how they've played as far as like dicking around, losing some of these games. Yeah, I, they got I, they got to turn it on against New Orleans. Like they're terrible. I think they struggle a little bit in this game, to be honest with you, Detroit, just because of the offense. But like, yeah, I I don't hate Gibbs. Um, I like him better than Empty on the other side of the scoreboard. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. And then receivers, Husser's got Hill, Olave, and Brandon Cooks. Is that his normal three? Yeah, Gabe uh, Davis I think on the he's bye. been playing him over Gabe Davis anyways. Um, uh, Gabe played last week, but... And Brandon Cooks hasn't been a bad start the last yeah, few weeks because they're it on. just destroying people, dude. They're destroying people. And Olave was good last week. Um, then Hill, obviously, a free... I, Hill, Hill score as much as they want. Like He can have 300 yards and four touchdowns if they decide to do so. Yeah, he's gonna have a. No, this is the womp of the week. <laughs> this is this is definitely an ass beating. But you know what? Like, yeah, I I think Hill will have a gigantic like thirty plus point week this week because they are actively trying to get him the two thousand yard record. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's this like you're looking at your schedule like they do have a a few tough matchups coming up. Like this is a game where Hill's gonna that go nuclear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Olave against Detroit. Detroit defense pretty. Stingy. Their passing defense is 
their good. defense is stingy, but their passing defense is terrible. Okay. Yeah. They let a 14 touchdowns to the wide receiver position this year. Um, ever since uh, what's-his-name got hurt uh, early in the year, uh, that Alabama safety. Brian Branch, he's, he's been playing. Yeah. Oh, I thought he got hurt. Like for the season, I feel like he limps out like once a game, but he's still okay. there. He's got the mouth guard like in his helmet, so he kind of sticks out. Okay, yeah. Then maybe I'm thinking of another defender that they lost. I mean, but, they just yeah. still don't have corners that I know. You know? Yeah, they're just they're just bad, basically, in the passing side. So, so maybe Olave has a nice day, and then Cooks tonight against Seattle. He could score. So, I mean, three good receiving options, I'd say, for Husser. And then on the other side, it's Amon Ra, St. Brown, Josh Downs, and Rasheed Rice. Um, Amon Ra, obviously very good. We've talked about this New Orleans game a bit. Um, And then Rice has come along seemingly as the number two receiving option behind Kelsey, obviously. So that's good against Green Bay, I think. And then Downs is the question mark. Soft Tennessee matchup, but hasn't done it in a bit now. Yeah, he was kind of on fire the first few weeks with Minshew, but he's slowed down the last few weeks. I do. Th- we have talked about this game a decent amount, so I, I do think Tennessee's passing defense is also terrible. Um, they're bottom six in the NFL right now. Um, I don't love the start for Downs, but Addison's I mean, by, and then you're not yeah, you're pretty much that, dealing right, so. Yeah, you're not going to go Damian Pierce or Antonio Gibson or the only person that's like Elijah Elijah Moore Moore with Flacco. The Jets. Oh my God, he did go off with Flacco on the Jets. Yeah, he did. But that would be like the only other person I'm potentially thinking of here. We should have fucking planned it and just like trolled Corey and just been like, oh my God, like we should have just hyped it up and be like, I can't believe he doesn't have Elijah Moore in. Like but, that that's all I'm thinking about. So yeah, I, I uh I don't know. It's not Rasheed Rice I'm also concerned about because like he did have like pretty pedestrian weeks a majority of this year. Like it, are they really like back or were they just playing a bad Raiders defense? So we'll see. That's definitely possible. But I mean they're the Raider defense has been was good prior to last against week the Gi- with Pierce. Well, they were good against the Giants. And the Jets. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there might have been a game in between there. You're like, I could hear you there, just realizing, like, oh, yeah. I realized <laughs> It's hard to talk for two hours and not say some dumb yeah. shit that you instantly regret. <laughs> well, no. Here, here's what I'll say. They only let up 20 points to the Dolphins. That's what That's what it was. That's that was the, the good one. That's the, I was like, I think there's yeah. one in between. But I'm pretty sure it was because Tua had that pick six, wasn't it? Like he had, like, a terrible interception. Which he's been doing he all year. A couple. But, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of his, his game. Yeah. Yeah. These receivers are worse than Hussers, I'd say, considerably. I think down. Bro, he doesn't have a tight end just... either. Husser? Yeah. Yeah, come at. Hmm. And then Corey's got Chigozim Kwanku, his, uh, his boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My boy, dude. When I. <laughs> When I said his name last year, you're like, "Who the fuck is yeah. that?" When I was starting him, um, ugh, yeah. yeah you know what I was even? Buy. So I don't Yo, know. You're... 
Corey's definitely sweating. He's only a six-point favorite against somebody who has two players out of their lineup. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt, but I also don't think there's points for Huster to find as well. It's not like he hasn't set his lineup. It's yeah. He's got zeros, but he's going to go get some he's gonna like ten guys. More, he's going to get two. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got ten more points out there, maybe. So, I mean, Oof. I'm going Corey because Husser just doesn't seem ready <laughs> ready to go here. <laughs> Husser's too focused on the Birds game Sunday. For I'm going to go Husser. I'm going to go Husser. I need Husser to win and then lose to me next week. All right. And then let's do Rasp and Troy. Troy eliminated and Rasp has to win out at 5-7. and seven. Um I think I think he'll he'll get in if he gets the two wins. Um, I think. Well, he's playing. He's got a bye week this week, basically. After I fucked Troy him had last me sweating week. initially uh, when when Dak had like thirty two on Thanksgiving. I, I was pissy. <laughs> Troy, it's more so he's just got his two top picks out this week in Devontae Adams and Saquon. Noted. So let's let's go down. Uh, Jalen Hurts against San Fran should be a smash. Hurts, like I mean, I mean, he's definitely not a hundred percent, but also like never has an injury designation. But I mean, he runs when he needs to, and obviously, like that game-winning touchdown, he needed to tush push. Still, just you mean where the touchdown. Bills decided that they were gonna just play like shitty zone defense and yeah, then just and then let him not run tackle him. For a free touchdown. Let me and tell you, if I was that corner, I would have taken his head off. That, that's your yeah. boy uh, from the Packers, right? Rasul Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, pussy. Yeah. Um, I, he's not my boy. You you like brought him up? Whether, yeah, you're like I said it was good? a good I was ad. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I said it was a good ad for the Bills, but yeah, uh, the Bills. That was an embarrassing loss. The way they blew that game. Um, it was like yeah, the best they started. played all year, but yeah, it was still a bad yeah. loss. Which was like, what I think that made me beating Rasp even worse last week was the fact that early on it looked like I was going to blow the doors off of him, and then Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith just put up 50 points in the second half. Yeah, um, and I was nasty. just like, oh fuck. I had to really start sweating, and I was like, well this is going to be way worse if he only loses by like three points! And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened! Um, but yeah, Jalen Hurts smash start this week, but do you like him more than who he's playing against? Dak. Potential MVP Dak. That would be really annoying and really upsetting. Um, I mean, he's a good Yeah, I, honestly, I don't really give a fuck about MVPs. <laughs> None of my players have ever even come close to winning one, so it's like, whatever. If he wants if he wants some meaningless award and no Super Bowls, yeah. like I'm down for that. Um, we hang our hat on uh, Saquon Offensive Rookie of the Year and... <sighs> Landon Collins, defensive player of the year, or did he did, not he win it? No, he lost. It. He got it. like fourth. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> they don't give it to safeties. Yeah, <laughs> Tyron Matthew might have won one, but yeah, I think yeah, we were just clamoring for it. But there's no way he won it. <laughs> he was good that year, though. Only good year of his career. He was like a safety with like four interceptions on like a ten and six team. Like they weren't giving him a bunch of sacks. Yeah, but a bunch of sacks. who was around in 2015 or 2016, probably like we JJ were 11 Watt or five. something. I forget who. I, I'm pretty sure that might have been uh, the year. Oh yeah, it was the year. Was Khalil Mack traded that year? No, that was the next year. I don't know. Keep keep, keep talking. Why are we talking? I'm talking about Landon Collins. Did I'm sorry. DPOY and got Kawhi Leonard. 
So give me a sec. <laughs> it was Khalil Mack. Okay. It was Khalil Mack. Okay. Uh, on the Raiders, though. On the Raiders. Okay. But moving on. Um, yeah, I think they're both very good. I, I don't know if I have a, a huge lean either way. I mean, Seattle's a shittier defense, so maybe Dak, but Jalen obviously just gets rushing touchdowns, so that helps. Yeah, I think Dak's going to go nuclear this week, so I slightly lean him just because he's playing a much worse team, um, and the Cowboys like putting it on in prime time. Running backs, Rasp has Zach Moss and Singletary. He's got Madison on a bye, Gus Edwards on a bye, so... Yeah, this is kind of ugly, but it is what it is. Um, Singletary had the fun weeks, but Damian Pierce is back, and it kind of limited him a bit last week. 13 points, only six carries. Had six catches, though, so I don't know how sustainable that is, but kind of got to do what you got to do. But Zach Moss is now the feature back again with Taylor out, so that's actually very good. Yeah, and he was pretty... He was very good in that He was all right. Yeah, he was all right even with Taylor back. He did have, like, two terrible weeks, but he was very good when he was the featured back, which, you know, I have kind of... Rasp pretty much fell into, like, startable running backs every week here. Like, he really made the zero RB strategy work all year, pretty much. Yeah, so, I mean, I I, th- I like Moss a lot against Tennessee. I think that's huge. Yes. And then if, if Singletary gets you 10, I think you're amped about that. It's crazy, too, because Tennessee, like, to start off the year when they were still competitive, were, like, a dominant team against the run. And, like, they're now sitting at kind of, I think, 12th in the NFL or 13th against the running back position. So I think when Zach Moss had a huge day. Get ran on, they, got like... nothing, they got nothing to play for, and the the Colts have everything to play for if they can make it the playoffs in the first mm-hmm. year with uh, Steichen. Uh, Singletary... Broncos defense has been better. I do agree with you that, you know, maybe Pierce being back limits his upside a little bit. Um, but, you know, I, I think they're showing that they have a little bit more commitment to the run. They went away from it last week in Jacksonville because they did have to kind of come back in that game. Um, I, th- I think he's a fine RB2 spot. Um, I don't think Troy is going to find anybody on the waiver wire or his bench that will match. Miles Sanders, but yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't think anybody's going to match that production, to be honest with you. Miles Sanders touched the ball 15 times last week and only got (laughs) 2.8 points. That's like, that's impossible. I can't even (laughs) believe that's a real stat line. You had 15 carries and you got 2.8 points. Yeah. um, Brutal. Yeah, not good. Um, With Saquon on the bye, like you alluded to, it's DeAndre Swift against the Niners. And then, as you were ranting... You assume Miles Sanders. Um, yeah, that's the only guy he's got active on his team. I don't even want to talk about Miles Sanders, but Swift yeah. has looked really good. Swift has been very good. Um, Should have had a touchdown last week. I got yeah. like tripped up. Remember, he was like running around the out. It was a gigantic hole that the Bills had. No, nah, he's he's been really great all all year. San Fran mm-hmm. run defense scares me a little bit for him, but I I do just think it's going to be back and forth scoring like. It's just one of those big games that I think is going to be high scoring, despite like yeah. defensive talent. It's just like one of those I feel. Um, yeah. I, well, I just think that the Eagles will have success in the passing game, and they're just very adept. Like 
give it to the Eagles. Like they're very smart with how they like scheme their running running game, and like they, it feels like they're so effective at running the ball. And it also helps when you have an auto first down play. So it's like I, I don't know. The, the Eagles have a good running game, so I, I agree with you. It'll be a high scoring matchup. And then receivers, Raspaz, Devontae Smith, Kirk, and then he is starting that dude, Jalen Reed. Um, DJ Moore on the bye, and that's really it. So Devontae has been very good of late, so that's encouraging, and like we've been talking about this Eagles game, uh, I think he should have a good day. Um, yeah, I don't, don't really have a, a ton to add there. Yeah, I think he... The last four weeks in a row they're using him a lot more um aj brown has also ate most of those weeks except for uh one week i think he's a good play devonta smith um aj brown wasn't bitching as bad on the sidelines in the buffalo bills game um and christian kirk should have had a huge week last week but he couldn't keep it in for the touchdown which was brutal um so yeah i think he's also a good play this week against cincinnati and then Jalen Reed. I don't know. Oh, that's tough. That could be a dud. He's had a good good few weeks. I'll give him that. Um, and wow, you know what? I take back what I said earlier. He was, it isn't just scheming him open. He, he had 10 opportunities last week in that Detroit game. Yeah, I mean, his, and his touchdown week was like just a slant. Like, it wasn't like a crazy gadget play. It was a wild throw. I don't know how the fuck. What am I thinking through, about but... the rush? Oh, the rushing touchdown was against the Chargers that I'm that thinking the about prior. that he had. I mean, he yeah, where gets, he was like an end. It was an end around to him. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, okay, so yeah, maybe Jalen Reed. Uh, I I would play him over everybody on his bench. Um, yeah, I'm just a little and afraid the against Kansas City. Like I think. Yeah, he he's not going to be. You might have missed the, missed the well. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I like him better than who, like Jonathan Mingo, is like the top receiver available. So yeah, I like yeah, it better I than that. But I'm definitely cautious. I'm not expecting. He's not him. losing this matchup at the the flex position. Let's just say that. Yeah. So I mean, I, I like the two, and then see what you get from Jaden Reed. But on Troy's side, Devonte Adams, Cooper, and Ridley. Uh, I'll start with Ridley. Ridley gave me a scare too. He was really good in the second half there. It seems like he's coming on a bit. Um, probably yeah. unfortunately too late for everyone that drafted him, but yeah, he's been good. Um, he has definitely been good the last few weeks. They, it looked like they're kind of... Fe- last week it felt like they were kind of featuring him and going at him in the end zone, specifically, like in the red zone. Um, so yeah, I, I think Ridley's a good play this week. Uh, no, important to know, I don't know, but Devontae Adams is out on a yeah, bye this Yeah, I week. just realized yeah. that too. So it's Tyler Boyd, unless it's waiver wire. Yeah, he's. I would hit the waiver wire. Um, just to be honest, I would start literally anybody over Tyler Boyd. Um, Amari Cooper, though, he did get hurt in the game last week. Um, he's really struggled. But yeah, he's an upgrade with Flacco, right? Gotta be. We're, we're a Flacco podcast. He's definitely the thumbnail. Now <laughs> that I think about it. Um, but yeah, it, it should be an upgrade, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's still tough. Um, yeah. You got, you're just still surrounding a lot with the receivers. Like, Agreed. It, it's still a major question mark. He's banged up, and it's like... 
yeah, it's a meme, like, and it should be improved, but I, I don't know if he's going to exactly light it up. And then I think just Devontae Smith is just way better than, like, he's lining up against Cooper in this instance, you know, with Devontae out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's tough. Um, and then tight end Kelsey over Schultz is a no-brainer. I think Schultz completely goose-egged last week, or maybe he had one catch. Yeah, I mean, he has been pretty good this year, but it's Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the NFL. Schultz is um, kind of what you think about Hawkinson. He's actually two good weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's been all right. He's been better than 90% of fantasy tight ends all year. 99%. Yeah. I mean, like 60 of them just block. 60% of them just block and don't do anything. But I yeah, guess Well, that was his first bad week in a few weeks, but... Yeah, um, who are you going to take here? I, I'd i be shot. I I think I can I guess. I think it's got to be Rasp. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I because I it turns out I like his running backs, too, with Moss, really, realizing that Moss is going to be the guy without Taylor. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to think, like, Troy, unless he just finds, like, DFS starts of the week, like... It's hard because I'm spoiler alert. I, I was looking at the waiver wire. There's really nothing. Like I'm not starting Jonathan Mingo. Like there's not. There's literally nothing. Like you're talking about like Jalen Guyton. It's an, and it's also like he's not going to be motivated to really figure it out either. Like you're three and nine. Yeah. Get. I'd probably just plug in Boyd and root for a guy on my team versus look for someone. Like if I was him, you know. Yeah, I would like like do you go like two two Atwell like Atwell was my was my guy at some point, but yeah, and then just quickly, yeah, yeah, I think we kind of skipped over Kelsey a little. Um, potentially fine. Just in general, the Chiefs. I'm I'm curious to see if they just kind of ramp it up. I I think I said that last week that I figured the game against the Raiders is when they kind of start getting going. I mean, they got to start prepping for the playoffs. Like it's it's coming, you know. Yeah, he's been fine. It's just uh, y- y- he's like each of these weeks. It's like if he just has like the t- a touchdown to add on top of it for the most part, um, or just a few more catches. It's like that. I feel like Travis Kelsey was always like an auto twenty, too. Um, an auto seventeen. Yeah, which is also great. But um, yeah, he he should have a good week this week against Green Bay. I I would think it, it seems like they're turning it on, like you said. All right, let's do your game. You versus Proc. Um, Proc is a heavyweight, eight and four, second seed right now. And then you're six and six, and potentially may need to win out to get in. Um, and then Proc obviously wants the buy. Are you nervous? I can probably I can probably get in at seven and seven if I have a good week the next two weeks, um, and I win one of the two matchups. But yeah, I, I don't know. I like I said to you, like I needed to beat you that one week or pick up one other win because I told you, I I said it on the podcast. I was like, if I don't win one of these weeks coming up, I'm fucked because the Ravens will go on a bye and I'll lose Lamar and at the time Mark Andrews, but I'll lose Lamar and I'll be fucked. And as you can see, not, not a good that look bad. for me. It is bad. The bad look is Kenny Pickett. That is hideous. I kind of was considering him uh, myself because. Oh, I told you I want a Gene. I want a Gino, dude, and I couldn't get him. (laughs) You want to swap? 
no. Because <laughs> in hindsight, I kind of want Kenny. Because I was like, ah, oh, if I win, I need some pickings, and might as well. But I will. Um, to be fair, I'm very low on Gino, like the Seahawks this week, and I kind of realized that today. Like, damn, yeah, I didn't feel good about Gino. It's just like he's the only Kenny Pickett's name. Just yeah, like, Gino's was... the only one who can actually play. Like everyone else is. Yeah, everyone else level. is just terrible. Absolutely terrible. So yeah, so going against Arizona is the one thing he has going for him, but he is just hot ass. So hey, the offense looked better. They looked they better look last better. week. They did look better and last they should, week. They should be fine this week. It's the most passing yards he's had all year. Last yeah, week, so I'm hoping maybe he throws no touchdowns. Yeah, I'm hoping maybe he throws a touchdown this week. I know it's hard for him. He's got. He's got like four all six. year. Yeah, he's got six on the year. That oh my god! And I used to think Daniel Jones throwing for like thirteen looked terrible. Holy well, shit! It does. It still does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um. Man. But yeah, pickets pickets tough, and you're going against Mister Unlimited, playing for his hometown coach Russell Wilson against Houston. I that that's a fun game. That's a fun shootout. Good game. Um. And Russell's been better this year. He doesn't look like the Russell of old still, but he has looked like competent and good. And it seems like Sean Payton kind of got him back a Ran little the bit. Ball a little you know, last, last week had like the the read options. He, I think it was like the pizza pizza audible, and then Rome was like, oh, yeah, "Call that again." I think um, he's played two great defenses the last two weeks, Russell. But I think he's a way better start than Kenny Pickett this yeah. week. The thing is, I we haven't seen like a thirty-point Russell Wilson game. So, like, even if you get your Kenny Pickett ten that everyone's expecting, like, you give up ten on twenty on the other side. I, I don't think you get brutalized. But yeah, it's not a spot where you want to be. I'd say no, it is not. No, it is not. Running backs. He's got McCaffrey and Charbonnet. Um, McCaffrey against the Birds is going to be huge. Like obviously they're they're gonna feature their best player in uh the biggest game of the year. Yeah, without a doubt. I think that he's been huge all year. Um he scored less than twenty points two times all year. Um insane. Insane efficiency from McCaffrey. Um yeah, he's gonna have a nuclear week. Uh Charbonnet though This has a like this is where I could potentially make up a ton of points. Uh, I, you think Dallas gonna hammer him tonight, right? I do. He is the lead back there. Um, you can just slot in Henry here and then play a receiver instead. Yeah, uh, fortunately, what I would do. But he fortunately for me, he's yeah, he's got ten minutes to make this <laughs> choice, and I'm just gonna be honest right now. Starting Charbonnet is a terrible choice, in my opinion. Um. I think so too. Um, I could look ter- terrible in about three hours, but yeah, I would definitely be playing Derrick Henry in a wide receiver here because I also don't really want Henry this week. Uh, to be honest with you, he looked bad the last time they played the Colts. Indianapolis potentially starting Malik Willis. Like this is, uh, I don't know. Charbonnet could end up tanking. Could end up somehow helping me this week yeah personally i would do mccaffrey henry and then either watson or deontay johnson deontay too nullifies some of your 200 kenny pickett yards so it's also something to take into account um but yeah i 
obviously is the lead back. I think everyone is assuming that. So that's a thing. But yeah, I, I just don't think this Dallas game is going to go really well for them tonight. And he didn't do shit with the opportunity the past couple weeks. Um, and then this is a different animal on defense, obviously. So yeah, I, I would I would play Henry, which I'm also still less high on. But yeah, McCaffrey is a 30 point, I think. I'm just really I, expecting fireworks in that game. I don't disagree with you. But, you know, I think you're spot on here. On your side, Jerome Ford, and then Kyron Williams, who's coming off a 38-burger. He looked so fucking good. <laughs> that must have been nice to see. Travis uh, texted me in the middle of the game. Like, I, this is the most upset I've ever been watching the Rams win, he said. Yeah, once he caught like that screen and just like leapt into the end zone, I was like, oh my god. Um, the worst part about it was that he had like 28 points and it was like the game was over and like i could just uh, yeah, he tell he no 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 he had 28 at the time and i could tell i was like sean mcveigh is gonna put this motherfucker back in so he could score another touchdown and as i'm thinking that kyron williams catches the fucking screen pass for a touchdown i was like Holy shit, Sean McFace and monster. But yeah, he he's potentially a nuclear play this week against Cleveland. Uh I don't care how good their defense is, I think that the offense is gonna sputter there. Um Jerome Ford though, it's just like I He's a great RB too. Like what what else can I say? Like he's been gets me twelve points. Like I'll I'll take it. Um, I, I don't want to play Javante. Uh, I'm just a little worried about him because um, he got hurt last week, was it? Right? Yeah. Um, and most yeah, are like... I have no idea. I, I have no idea what or was it the, <laughs> what, what was the game that's... Oh, no, it was the week before against Minnesota. Um, or no, it was last week against Cleveland. He did have a ton of carries, but I remember Samaje got... Um, kind of few, a few more touches i think i don't Samaje know had the touchdown but yeah i i think you're going the right guy um it, i always do hate having two running backs in one game because they both just like run the clock down on each other whenever they touch the ball it's just like a very and, weird niche scenario that i like bothers me a little but yeah this is a week where like guys. i really 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 it sucks not having zay flowers and lamar this week because I would love my team if I had Zay Flowers on the Mar this week, um, and I could bench Jerome Ford. Um, I'm not starting Tyler Lockett either over um, Mostert or Ford. Um, he's just—I think the Cowboys are going to kill him tonight. So I just—I have no faith yeah, in him. They've hated Lockett all year, and I mean, yeah, he's just well. It's just Geno has been so bad this yeah. year, to be honest with you. And we've touched it on sucks. it. Every every Dolphin against or every player against Washington the rest of the year is definitely the formula. Agreed. So I, you definitely play Mostert. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like your group. It, it's literally three running backs on three running backs, so that's fun. Um, I'd rank them like McCaffrey, Kyron, Mostert. Derrick Henry, Jerome Ford, Charbonnet, maybe. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's kind of a mix of like it's a lot of good, a lot of good backs. Um, you're bringing back running the football. Yeah, I just nice hate it because I hate running backs this year. 
That's what you got to do, though. Air. You got you got some good players, though. So I th- I think it's Air the right call. Fucked me. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I guess. See. Well, how? Go ahead. Sorry. I was I was saying we can get into Garrett Wilson if you want, but did you have anything else? No, no, no. Let's talk about Garrett Wilson. Um, literally garbage time touchdown saved my week last week. Like at, him and Moster both just had garbage time touchdowns that saved my week. Um, I don't like him against Atlanta this week. Uh, Tim Boyle is hot dog shit. I, I don't so understand why he's in the I NFL. The only reason why Wilson first as they did. The only reason. Yeah, the only reason why I'm a l- I want to talk about Garrett Wilson this week is just because if I somehow make the playoffs, I think Aaron Rodgers will be back when they play Miami, and that would be fucking amazing to have I don't if know I could somehow get him there. I think he is. There's no way he's practicing if he's not coming back. Like that, he want. I think Aaron Rodgers is such a fucking like selfish kind of all about him guy, where it's like he wants to show like. Hey, this My is how good medicine would have works, but it's yeah, such a but bad also idea, just like, dude. It's it is, but idea. I think I think he's gonna be like, this is how good the Jets would have been if I played all week because just at the end of it for all year, year, like yeah, but look at the end of their schedule: Washington, Cleveland, and New England. Like he could potentially come back and look like a stud those few weeks because Cleveland just dude, has you're no going back on that same shitty turf behind that same shitty line. Behind the team yeah. that has a team that has nothing to play for, you're just gonna fuck your own, and then he's gonna bitch that he doesn't get a good receiver when they pick twelfth because he wins. A funny thing would be games. if he reaggravates it. It would be the funniest thing ever. It wouldn't be funny. It would be so stupid. <laughs> like I'd be so. Yeah, but it would also be funny. <laughs> if he actually hurt himself, I would quit being a Jets fit in these in meaningless games. I would literally quit. That that would that would be, be it pissed. for me. Like it, it, like it just happening alone is crazy enough, and then him fucking having dolphins jizz in his ear and coming back early, and then <laughs> hurting himself. Like it would, that would, words can't describe that scenario. Like, I yeah, it's insane. Yeah, um, and Rass is listening to this probably like a hundred, like nodding. I'm not trying to put it out there into the into the ether either. Like, yeah, you know what? Let me take it back. Just don't. Play I'll him. take it back. I don't want Aaron Rodgers to play this year. Um, but yeah, Garrett Wilson, just utter disappointment all year. Um, Mike Evans though, been awesome yeah. honestly all year, and he's looked awesome all fucking year. Um, two touchdowns nice last week. Too. Yeah, and I love him playing Carolina. So I do. I don't love Garrett Wilson, but like he's been good all year as a wide receiver too. You know, like it's not like he's, you know, it sucks not having a him playing that way. But Mike Evans kind of made up for it, so you know, I'm fine. Like they basically just flip flopped. Um, instead of Mike Evans being, you know, a wide receiver too, I got I got him at wide receiver one. So I like my receivers this week. On the flip side, Prox got Keenan Allen, Sutton. Um, again, I think he should have played because this will be out after the fact. I think Watson had, like, they were throwing the ball deep last week. I'd take Watson. Deontay Johnson's getting volume against stinky Arizona. Like, I I would do one of those, um, and get them in the lineup. But Keenan Allen's been awesome. I think he'll tear up New England. And then Sutton against Houston. I think that has touchdown potential as well. Um, then obviously you have the Wilson stack as well. Hey, Sutton's uh, catching touchdowns every week. Um, yeah. Doesn't look good doing it, but hey, he's getting them. 
The one was nasty in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, the, the tiptoed. That was the one where I messaged Proc. Is, what did I say? I was like, I think I'm starting to consider that Sutton is a legit wide receiver. <laughs> that was good. But yeah, Keenan Allen's been on fire. I think in Proc's mind, he wants him He's to match up. He's just the only good guy Evans, there. And then if Sutton matches up with Wilson, like I think that's definitely possible. Yeah, I would lean his receivers this week just because Allen has gone nuclear every single week. Him and Evans kind of representing for the uh, older receivers this year, but you know, yeah, I wanted Allen. Keenan Allen too. is just Keenan Allen is just the only guy there. He, like he's the only guy that Justin Herbert likes. So yeah, huge weeks ahead I think for both of his receivers as well. And then tight ends a nice matchup too, Laporta and then Kittle. Um... Yeah, wow! It says they're both ranked third. Do they have the exact yeah, they, same amount? I, mean, of I just realized points? that Let's they have the thing. exact same amount, one hundred and forty-two point nine. That's Sorry. insane. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, this is a good tight end matchup. I think it's. Pretty much wash, to be honest with you. The only thing I'm concerned about is it is a stronger team in Philadelphia, and if they're trying to run the ball effectively, I could see Kittle having a blocking game um, this week. So we'll see. Yeah, um, I think this is a very good game. I think you guys are putting out some good lineups. I would like Proc more if he had the three receivers, but I'm still going to pick him, I'd say. Um, I think you have to. I feel like if you if I had Lamar, um, and Zay, yeah, the quarterback is. I, I think you're pretty much even, and then your quarterback stinks. So that's kind of yeah. where I'm leaning. But yeah. I, I think it's high scoring. I think it's two good teams going at it. But I'm gonna take me because I need the win this week. But uh, I do think Proc running into Proc. If you remember earlier in the year when I played Proc, it was like the week where like my team scored like 140 points in like the first half and then like didn't score at all for the rest of the game. And I was like, I, I beat him that week, like just barely um, this week. Like this is a terrible time to run into Proc's team. His team is stacked. Yeah, no doubt. And then speaking of terrible times, um, <laughs> I'm struggling to start a lineup this week against Muller. Uh, I'm 8-4. Muller Bills Mafia, but yeah, the Bills Mafia are on by. If you look at the comparison, he has green check marks up and down the line. I'm playing everyone on my team. My entire bench is on by, so <laughs> there are no decisions to be made. But <laughs> yeah, let's work through it. Um, I did grab Gino from the waiver wire. I know that really sucks and isn't good, and he's they're kicking off right now. But, um, but yeah, I know that's not a great start, but the options were extremely, extremely thin. That I'm telling you, it was a toss-up between him and Pickett, but went with Gino. Uh, not excited about it. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, like I Like I said to you when I texted you this morning, like, I wanted Gino. Um, or I, did I say this to you this morning? You said I like wanted Gino. Um, no, 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 but this specific thing is like, but I was like, I don't want to wake up early to process the waiver on him. I was like, I hope oh, he's there yeah, when yeah. I wake up. And then the first, I woke up at like 7.30 and I like looked at my phone and I just saw 6 a.m. Billy Justice oh, yeah. up Gino Smith. And I was like, I was like, fuck, he, is, he gets up early because he's got to fucking go into the city. I was like, fuck. We're up. Oh, man. We're up. So yeah, um, that's my reward, Gino. So go Gino. <laughs> As then- Dak throws a 20-yard completion to CeeDee Lamb. And we're off. <laughs> yeah. 
going against Tua. We've talked about this a ton, but I expect him to light up Washington like a Christmas tree. So that stinks. Hopefully he throws a bunch of shitty picks or the running backs get it all. Or Jalen Waddle gets it all, which we'll get into. But um, but yeah, definitely, definitely edge Muller. And then running backs, not terrible on my side. I got Warren and Brees Hall. Um, Brees has kind of been struggling a little bit because the offense stinks and doesn't move the ball. And then Warren, while he is like the one, it's kind of like a one A. There's still definitely a lot of Najee Harris, and he didn't break the big run. He also fumbled last week, which sucked. Um, yeah, so not Najee definitely took a little bit of his playtime uh, away last week. Need a big game against Arizona. I, th- I think he's got to yes. get to 25 if I want to have any sort of shot. Um, Agreed. But Mulder's running backs are also good. Uh, Tony Pollard, Kamara, and then Eckler. Eckler's been so bad since he's came back, so that's Eckler pretty funny. Eckler is not... I don't understand why he continuously projected so high. He said, ugh, he's just so bad. He looks so bad. Um, but yeah, Kamara and Pollard are both pretty good plays. Uh, Pollard came back kind of last week. Kind of last two weeks has looked good. Um, and I think, like we've said, ad nauseum at this point, I think the Cowboys are going to kill the Seahawks yeah and then Kamara um he's come down to earth a bit it looked like he was going to be RB1 since he came back but he's still a consistent 15 at bare minimum and yes I I mean Detroit's good against the run but I I do fear the dump offs and that kind of adding up but I mean if Kamara's in like your single digits that's kind of a pathway to victory but yeah there's in general, it, there's going to be a lot of ifs in terms of my uh, my route here, but yes. And then receivers, I like Waddle a lot against Washington. Um, problem is, Tua will take some of the points that he does score, um, so that's a little annoying. But I, I like Waddle's chances of scoring. He had a, he had a nice game against the Jets last week. Um, I, I hope. Hope, hope, hope he turns it on here. Pickens against Arizona. It's just not fun uh, playing George Pickens. He's just very hit or miss and more often miss. Um, but Arizona stinks, so that's my mindset there. Yeah, I, w- I would think that the Steel or uh, yeah, the Steelers handle Arizona this week. Um, and then Waddle, yeah, like we've said. The other part that you, I don't know if you mentioned this, um, but it kind of offsets Tua's ceiling a little bit, having Waddle Hopefully, there. Hopefully, but if it all goes to Hill, then I'm completely boned anyway, so... Yes, yes. But, Tua, you know, Tua has uh, cooled off recently. He hasn't been kind of as good the last few weeks. He's been turning the ball over a little bit. And then the flex is Rondale Moore, which is just horrible. Like, it's embarrassing. Um, but, like, the I don't like the waiver wire options better. I know his projection's, like, five. No, I would... I would take him too. Um, I just think his odds of catching a touchdown are much higher than anybody you're going to get on the waiver. And Arizona's dealing with a lot of injuries in the offensive uh, side of the ball, and he's healthy. Um, yeah, he's healthy. Are, is he? Did he actually get hurt? I, no, he's fine. It's uh, Hollywood. I think is a little nicked up. It's Michael Wilson. I'm thinking of, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> your you're boy. Right. Um, yeah, he, he, him, and Dorch. I think are the only wide receiver options that are healthy. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah, so we'll see. The projection sucks, but it's 
literally my only option. Uh, Muller's guys, he's got the double Texans for now. Um, I mean, I'm not going to help him, but like the Debo go great. in there. It's hard. They've both been so good. Yeah. You're not wrong. Another guy, Nico Collins, that Travis traded to him, right, for Brian Robinson. Pretty good trade in hindsight. Both working out. Yeah. Um, I remember I was making fun of Muller for that. Um, trading the RB like three or four or whatever it was. But, yeah, uh, good play. Both sides. I I don't I don't think I bench him for, for Jute or uh, for Debo. Yeah. I'd probably yeah, bench one of like, the, I'd probably bench Eckler for him. For I honest. would probably bench I would bench Eckler for Debo. That's a fact, actually. That's a good call. Yeah, I wish I didn't say that, but I might edit that out. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh-huh. um, and then tight ends. McBride's the only tight end there. Uh, Ertz got cut, and McBride's been good. And then Taysom Hill is whatever. He fumbled too last week, which was annoying. Um, well, what yeah. might be fortunate for you is I believe McBride is going to be out potentially. Um, he is dealing Pitts with an, time, in, and we might see a Kyle Pitts reawakening here. To be honest with you, <laughs> he could goose potentially egg. two potentially he, Kyle Pitts two catches for forty yards this week. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we need uh, Quincy Williams to lock him up. But yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to love on my side. Uh, it's definitely some... The team definitely doesn't look as good without Diggs and Allen and Cook, so that's something. Uh, if I do win this game, I'll be amped, because I'll probably almost definitely lock up a bye, which is really good, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. I'll still pick me, so you can make up a game if you want, Poe. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to take Mueller. Uh, I, I figured you would not pick against yourself. You haven't done it all year. Never will. Never will. And, I mean, you got ten games to spare, so. <laughs> this is also true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, those are all the games. Uh, next week's will be really good. We'll have a lot of the um, playoff scenarios and everything ready as far as who needs to beat who and points yeah. and all that stuff. So. I'll be on top of all that, so um, I know it was a little murky this week, just kind of guessing, but should have it's a clear picture. Not, it's kind of, our league has been really competitive the last few years, like it feels like nine plus people every year, right, I think right now ten, last two weeks, ten, yeah, yeah ten, we have ten people still in it with two weeks left in the season, um, and it's not like anybody's got like an over. I would say... Um, Probably Proc has the overwhelming lead right now in terms of I think he's a surefire 1,000% lock to get a bye. His team's really good. Um, And then I would say you and Travis probably close behind in that regard. And then it's everybody else. Yeah. I I think you guys are the only ones who... Eight wins right now, you feel safe. Um, I'm safe. I'm definitely in, but I definitely want to buy, like... The yeah, having a buy is nice. Flip. It's it's nice having a win. Like even these teams that got got to win two in a row here. It's like in order to win, you got to win two in a row and then three in a row in the playoffs. It's just hard to rally off a streak like that. Like look at Steve. He he almost did the impossible, but inevitably he just kind of gets screwed at some point. The AJ Brown yeah, have one a, catch shit. Like it, it just happens. So having a buy is nice for the confidence. Flips. Yeah, having to buy is yeah. nice because you're like, yeah, I placed top four in the league this year. <laughs> <laughs> I need a I need a chip though. I really want it. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so do I. I. It's it's nice having wins, but a championship's way better. No doubt. Well, let's get into the NFL picks. Um, do you want to go first, or if not, I can... Yeah, uh, I'll start off first. I have... Let me... Uh, I gotta check. Well, I, I want to pull up the line, but the line I had for the Cowboys was nine and a half. Is that what you recall as well? Yeah, that's nine, fine. Okay, it's it's nine and a half right now. So I have Cowboys minus nine and a half. Yeah, we've talked about this a ton. Should be a yep. whooping. Uh, what's the score now? I don't have it. On. It is three nothing Cowboys. Okay. Like three minutes into the game. So, so field goal drive to start. Um, we'll see how my boy Gino does. Um, on my side, I'm going similar mindset. Um, Dolphins nine and a half. Commanders, uh, the Commanders are just so done. Um, and yeah, yeah, they are. They're I, toast, I just dude. like I like the Dolphins to whoop them. Nine and a half points on the road makes no sense. I agree. Yeah, I would probably take that. Um, I'm going to go over forty-seven and a half in the Forty ers Eagles game. Uh, I think we also said that we expected to be a pretty high scoring game um i definitely think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter uh and yeah i think it's going to be fun so i'm going to take the i I don't like three points i don't want to give the eagles three points um it's a little disrespectful for them to be three point dogs in their home home uh field uh so i'm not touching that i'll take the over and just hope for a good game and that the eagles lose no doubt definitely rooting for the birds to lose as always um, yep. I'm going over 47 and a half in the Texans Broncos. I think that'll be a fun high scoring game. Uh, Houston's just in one of these every, every week it seems. Um, and they both just got to get to 24 points. I, I like those. I like those odds. Um, so yeah, I'll take the over there. 47 and a half Houston Texan or Houston Denver. At forty-seven and a half. Yeah. I just want to make sure I'm typing this right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Oh man, last game. Last game. Last game. Oh, this sounds disgusting. Sorry, I gotta take it. Um, under thirty-four Falcons. <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> that's Tim that's Boyle's, a, man, Tim Boyle's horrible. Yeah. Desmond Ritter's yeah. horrible. Like I, I'm going to take the under defenses. 34. The only way this goes over is if the Jets somehow score a defensive touchdown. Is my thought because the Falcons are very much a hey, we're fine pounding the ball down your throat and just fucking run the clock out and win it by three. Like um, this is a gross game written all over it. It's definitely gross, and I'm I'm going to the gross well myself. Uh, I'm doing under thirty-seven do. Panthers Bucks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think this game totally stinks. I don't think the Panthers will be any better with a new OC or Neither new head I. coach. So I, I slot them in for ten, and I don't know if the Bucks are gonna be able to score twenty-eight. I think they'll be chilling as well. Um, yeah, yeah. divisional game maybe they see each other and it's been a little close I think this is their first time playing each other as well All fucking uh, Bryce Young was honestly in my mind as, an, as a quarterback option as well but thankfully I stepped away from that um, but yeah this game stinks under 37 and that's that's the picks yeah it's it sounds Ugh, dude the NFL sucks this year I like it. Everyone keeps saying it. I'm still enjoying watching. 
Um, it sucks a little bit. Like I, I don't care. This is how I always watch my team. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to this. Everyone's just bitching because, like, the injuries and stuff suck. But I mean, it's kind of always like there's three or four good teams in each conference, and then the wild cards are a little sus. Like that's pretty much where we're at. Like I know we went know. into the year being like the AFC's loaded, but they're pretty much Chiefs. Um, can't even think of teams. AFC North, uh, Ravens, Dolphins. The AFC is only loaded in terms of they have better quarterbacks, but their but teams their quarterbacks are, not are good. and the quarterbacks are out. Like Her- and then Herbert's bad. Burrow's out. Um, the AFC South, it's like. Are the Jaguars actually good? I, I don't think so. Um, and then the NFC, it definitely is stinky outside of Dallas, Philly, Niners. Like, I don't think like the Vikings obviously aren't good. Um, yeah. I, I don't think the, really Lions are, the Lions aren't legit. Yeah, um, it's it's top the NFC There's three South teams in the horrible. NFC. Like, it's three or four in each conference, and it's like everyone else yeah. is kind of... Like the Colts have a wild card right now, like, and then even still, like the, the third best team in the AFC right now is, so you got one and two are the Chiefs and the Ravens, right? And then what? It's it's the Dolphin, the Dolphins. Like, I, I think don't those think the three Dolphins are good. Are, I th- I think they're good. I, I think, think they're Dolphins good, but good. I don't think, but I don't think I would take the Dolphins over the Niners, Cowboys, or Eagles. It's I think the Ravens. We don't know. The Dolphins are good, but like, yeah, these cold weather playoff games. Like, I don't know if two is rolling in and beating legit these teams. teams. Yeah. Like the Dolphins have played a pretty like. The Dolphins might even weird. lose to like an ugly wild card that gets in, but yeah, it's tough. Um, they they also might still get the one seed. Like that's all pretty close. Like if anyone drops a game. uh like the one seed's still open. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, the Ravens need to win out basically um, to secure it. Um, but yeah, talking Giants, I guess um, we won a game. Yeah, we keep winning. Um, Whoop de do. It. I don't know. I. I don't know if I. I kind of hate this whole Devito thing, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I. I don't I like was, being uh... like like I wanted to make the playoffs and like be good, and now we're like a meme I had, like this is like very like Knicks fan of like like this feels like Linsanity it's like oh it's so fun like we got like some doofy guy I like we're I think kind it's of winning funny. games it's kind of funny like it, he, he's not it's good. funny but <laughs> he's not... no it's funny but as soon as Tyrod Taylor's back I want Tyrod Taylor playing I was like saw a post on the Reddit today on the Giants Reddit and we were like oh who should we start and like all these people are like we should just roll forward with Devito like and develop him it's like why no. why no why not gonna do that to Tyrod he's a free agent he has a and that's, good relationship that's they're gonna give him a, a tryout so he can get a contract like yeah and then the other part of it is like listen I get that we're four and eight and the odds of us making the playoff are zero. But do you really think in a professional team setting that if they know they have a quarterback coming back that gives all of them a better chance of winning, that they're going to play Tommy fucking they're DeVito? Not that. They're not going to do that. Like if, They're having if Tom, fun if, with it, doing the dumb like borderline race. If Tyrod comes thing. back... If Tyrod comes back and he is not starting, I'm going to be fucking livid. Billy. I, will, I won't be livid. It, I won't be livid because I'm down to lose. But it's like the the Devito thing. I don't want to lose. 
I don't want to lose. It sucks losing, dude. It sucks I would losing, love to see but you think Tyrod's to... going to come in and beat the birds? Like, or I hope. I... Yeah, I hope he does. To yeah. be honest with you, that would be <laughs> it. Would that be would awesome. be my fucking It would literally Super be our Bowl. Super Bowl. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if the it's literally dude, I'm not Christmas getting up. Day. If the... I'm not getting up, it, it quite literally is Christmas Day. But um, yeah, I'm not getting up and being like, yeah, we're we're gonna win today. Like, I I can't get my. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that I expect victories. It's just like, yeah, I want them to win though. Like, I want them to win ever. Like, I don't want. Like, I would love for the Giants to get to seven wins this year. Like, would you? We're we're not gonna get a quarterback. Like, we're we're just gonna get a receiver and and run it back with Daniel. No, Jones we'll get. And, like, are if you they be want a quarterback, I don't know if they, if they do. I don't know. Did you hear Shane? But talk? here's. But here's the thing, we're not... Yeah, I mean, he didn't shit on Daniel Jones, but he's not going to run it back with Daniel Jones if he can get his quarterback next year. If we can, and, but if we're drafting 15th, bro, we're not going to games. But we're not going to finish 1-2 and two to get Drake, May, and Caleb. I know. We're not. But, like, so then it's I don't like want to end Jayden up with J.J. McCarthy the, either. We're not going to take him. He's a second-round quarterback. We're, we'll end up, I'm telling you, I think it's going to be probably... It sounds gross, but oh, I can't, I hate that I'm going to say this, but there's a potential possibility it's Jaden Daniels or Bo Nix that we end up with. Dude, I, I don't like Jaden Daniels, Nicks. but Fuck Bo Nix. If we get Bo Nix, I'm going to be Bo Nix is literally Daniel Jones. Like it's like the accurate short passer and like RPO running. Like he was dog shit before he's on a stack team like that that is just disaster waiting to happen i i want no part of bonex and he, he's probably like the same age as daniel jones honestly like he, uh, he he's old he's been in college forever i don't know it'll i will be very unhappy um if we end up with uh bonex I'll say that much. Then that's what I'm saying. Um, like, I, I won't be limited if we don't play Ty, Tyrod. But you need, you also need to play him to keep the locker room around. Because, I mean, we could talk about this wink thing. Like, I don't know. Like Glazer, like you said, is pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. When he comes up with things. And I know they did the whole. Let's pretend like nothing happened. Like Shane was just like, oh, I didn't even read the report. Like kind of goofy um but yeah i can see them not like like i can see a rift there like wink's defense has improved and they've gotten the personnel in there like it's tough that they're just constantly put in bad situations by the offense like that yeah is scoring like 12 points a game and like yeah devito's very like i I don't know Sorry, I think I my know. mic's bugging out. Can you hear that? Like that yeah, a little bit. But um, sorry. Just so you know, just to cut into the Giants talk, Geno Smith threw a seventy-three yard touchdown to DK Metcalf. Go, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Upset so, alert. Yeah, um, already sweating this one out. Sorry, I, I lost my train of thought though because my mic was being annoying. Uh, you were just talking about uh, wing thing. Like the riff. I really wouldn't love losing him. We literally built the personnel and. The defense, like we have these press man corners, like Kavon, and the defense looks pretty good. It, yeah, but yeah, I can see him being pissed off at Dable for not having a working offense. But 
But that's that's what I mean about like they should do their best to try and win games here. Because I like I like you like, dude. We've been you said this uh, last year too. You're like, dude. We've tanked and it hasn't worked. Like tanking isn't gonna work for us. Like last year we got a good pick in Deontay Banks. Like in years where like we've tanked, like we've thrown the pick away majority of the time, anyways. So like, <laughs> let's like, hey, let's we end up with the eighth pick. Like maybe we get Jaden Daniels, which would honestly not be a bad pick. Um, maybe we get Malik Neighbors. Like that's neighbors also not a bad is pick. Filthy, but yeah, no, I yeah, I don't mean to like, say like oh tank 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 because I mean I'm past that at this point. Like we won two bullshitty games. I'm more so just like this six is just wins the, we get a top ten pick. Six wins we get a top yeah. ten. Yeah, that's where I'm at. And then we could we can hang our hat on hey we should have had eight wins if we didn't. If we had Daniel Jones instead, you know, but I mean, we talk shit about that. and I mean, it, it, literally, if the bounces and injury luck went the same as it did last year, like, yeah, we are, we are in the exact same a spot as last team. year. Like, yeah, we, we made <laughs> the playoffs. Playoff CD Lamb touchdown, and we beat like the fucking NFC South fraud team, and then we still can't beat Dallas and Philly. Is the thing? So it's like, yeah, I know in our heart of hearts we could be like, yeah, like bad bounces, injuries, like Andrew Thomas yada yada we should have nine or ten wins playoffs but it's like we still haven't closed the gap with the big boys like yeah. and that's the tough thing that like that's what's going to be hard to swallow if we run it back with dj and have malik neighbors like i, I don't think we're better than philly like no I, I think... and i don't think I'm, I'm speaking crazy i think everyone on the planet would agree with that no, I also lean heavily that we're going to take a quarterback because I feel like Dable and Schoen are going to be like, it'll buy them another year, you know? Yeah, and I mean, they, they have to. Like, yeah. It's just hard because, like, the Tommy DeVito shit is a meme, but, like, at the same time, like, Dable did turn this guy who literally couldn't throw a ball without it being an interception into a startable quarterback in three weeks he literally just throws touchdowns when he has a 20 yard field (laughs) like it's not like yeah which is it's not like he's amazing yeah but compared to what he was it's like night and day he's a little bit he's better than he was yeah there's there's no doubt about that we haven't scored we've scored 31 points what one time in the last three years with daniel jones yeah so yeah so bye week we can just chill it's nice. I mean, granted, I haven't really been too stressed out about the the Giants games the past couple of weeks, but it still is. No, I have not. So it's a week off still. Um, and then who do we have after the bye? It's someone shitty. Um, we have the Packers, I believe. Okay. So see what happens there. Um, yeah, we have Packers, Saints, Eagles, Rams, Eagles. So like we could, uh, like I said, like there's a very real possibility where we end the year with six wins uh or the ceiling is seven wins and then it's like hey you know if we had daniel jones or we had a few more shit break our way we win nine games and you know we're probably a playoff team they're just i wouldn't want to make potential heartbreak next year that was the only thing it's just like we need to improve the offense this offseason and i'm thoroughly convinced that daniel jones isn't the quarterback for us so you either go get the quarterback you want if you want caleb williams you go pay for him and you go fucking get him. If you want Drake May, you go pay for him and you go get him. If you want Jaden Daniels, you go get him. Like none of this, none of this uh, 
sit back and hope Bo Nix falls in our lap. Like, yeah. go get the quarterback you want. It's we have the scary. draft capital. Like, look at the we Panthers. We have the draft capital and the salary cap. Yeah, but we'll have to make a similar Panthers, Panthers to one jump. Like, it's going to be that, which was a first round, or and then like a NFL ready player, like under contract, which we don't really have. We're not going to trade like Andrew Thomas, like. Like, no, so I get it would that, probably be two firsts like, for the next two years. I, so. We would probably trade a first this year, a first next year, and a second this year, and a third next year. Something like that. Which is a lot. Which is a real lot. It's but. not a lot because we have two seconds this year, though. Yeah, but I kind of want those on good players. <laughs> but, like, we finally I mean, have, a, a, we have a GM Shane's now, a so I, I, like dra- I like drafting now. I like not... Like it's not Gettleman pissing I mean, away you, picks. You look at Shane's picks this year: Deontay Banks, JMS, Hyatt, and Trey Hawkins. Trey Hawkins, the least of which has looked. They've all looked at least NFL caliber. He's a sixth rounder, you know? like. Yeah. So, like, if we can, teamers. if we can, if we can have good players again with Shane, and we get the quarterback we need, like we do have plenty of money to spend in free agency still this offseason, especially now that there's absolutely no chance that we're going to pick up the rest of Daniel Jones' contract. So, like, we could borrow against future years because we'd have a rookie QB salary. So, like, if we... The thing with the Panthers, the issue was that they traded up for their quarterback and the coaching and the... Like, the coaching staff just wasn't the right staff. I think we're pretty confident that we have the right staff here. So, if we have the right staff, then I think they should go get the quarterback that they think they can use to get us to the next level because in our division dude even sam howell looks like a legit quarterback like we need a legit quarterback Mm -hmm. um like it's enough to say the offensive line sucks but like listen the texans offensive line sucks and cj stroud is still amazing you know so like there's no the offensive line is only so much of an excuse and that's why i'm saying i don't want like winning seven games isn't a great thing like we need a quarterback, though, is what I'm saying. So, like, if we and end they, up having they to go pay Daniel for it, Jones, I don't think they're going to be super motivated to go up and get. I think trading up, I, I'd be stunned if they did that. I, I if don't. If we think go into next season, this was their decision. The they're season, not going to back. They're not going to back out of it immediately, dude. If we go into next season with Daniel Jones as our starting quarterback they're, and no rookie option that we took in the first or early second, I'm going to be fucking livid, dude. I'd I will be so that's, mad. That's way more likely than picking than the alternate like i'd say that's Dude. like the 75 percent chance daniel jones looked so bad this year when he played so bad yeah i remember <laughs> i was there but I'm, I'm telling you especially if we win one of these or one or two more games like it's just gonna be harder like i don't know if it's gonna be shane's move to move up and get a guy and then also, like, no matter what, DJ's still on the team next year. Like, I don't know. But I guess that's a that's a conversation for another day. Um, yeah. But, it's, yeah. It's, damn, you just really ruined my day with the fact that we <laughs> might not get honest, a quarterback. That, that's what these two wins have done, like... Cause I, I think every, everyone's gonna good. be everyone's gonna be pumped on Daniels too. Like we're not gonna be the only ones, you know. I'll be so upset if we miss out on Anthony Richardson and Jaden Daniels in back to back years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's probably gonna happen. So, 
Dude, Daniel Jones hasn't played in four weeks, and he still leads our team in in passing yards. Not in touchdowns, though. That that's Tommy. But yeah. Oh my god. Didn't mean to end it on a somber note. We we got some some playoff fantasy <laughs> implications. It's gonna be a good weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm just fully prepared to talk myself into like adding a tackle and being like, okay, now we can <laughs> run it back. Waller yeah. will be healthy. Yeah, <laughs> I think Evan. Ne- I think more so they're not ready to give up on Evan Neal than they are. I think Daniel Jones. They're willing it to just throw both of their in the shit- fucking garbage. <laughs> both of their shitty ideas, but. All right. But then again, it's like, ugh, I don't want to give up on Evan Neal either. It's like, there's no way he just goes from being a solid tackle at Alabama. And like, yeah, his footwork could have used some work, but like... He talked about that specifically. He's like, I-, I watched the Alabama tape. I think he's still got something. So That's what I mean. Like, it's like true. It's like, he was so good at Alabama. How could he be this bad? Like, I think what you're going to see this offseason is like, Bobby Johnson out as offensive line coach and that we get somebody else in there to like run the run game. <laughs> yeah Bro, another 30 yard bomb to dk oh i i gotta go watch this it's already 100 yards for dk metcalf let's go and we were shitting on him for curtis <laughs> wow i'm so glad that this is in the podcast <laughs> <laughs> let's get out of here though we're running long yeah let's go yeah absolutely thanks all right for Bill. listening everyone good talking to you all right, thanks everyone talk to you next week bye-bye I've got stones that I want to throw But that distance, they would never go I've got a bone that don't laugh no more I think it's numb from the bottle swords When I woke up to see Yeah.